TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Warning. The Outsider's Edge contains strong opinions, unconventional views, and contrarian stances. Listen, if you dare. Hey, yo. And I am back after a very interesting week of wrestling. I got my brother with me, my Golden Lovers partner. I got Mr. Kyle Moore's with me. How you doing, man? I mean, I'm feeling some kind of way tonight about the week in wrestling. And it was too much for me to shit on all of this alone. So I put some calls in. And ladies and gentlemen, we promised you for weeks now that he is a real person. It's not <laughs> it's person. not a game. <laughs> There's a third member, y'all, of the Outsiders as podcast. Brother Rance, tell him about our man. Well, <clears throat> hailing from Bumfuck, Arkansas, weighing in at 101 pounds. He is the original outsider, Mr. Carl Irving. What's up, man? Hey. What's going on? After all that, that, that right? that's it? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Man, I uh, The stars have aligned. And I... This is the one episode... Like, I have not... I've been so busy. And I feel like shit because I haven't been around. And I, this is... I know tonight, after we're done, I'm going to want to be on here all the time again. And I, <laughs> I know that's what's going to happen. But... Um, so yeah, I haven't been around for a while. You guys know that, but this episode is can't miss. I had to be here for this because this is going to be like completely different probably from, yeah. In a, like, I mean, it's going to be the same way, but it's going to be just, you know, we're usually the positive patties around here tonight. Everybody going to get this work. It's everybody. It's trouble tonight. It's trouble. So thanks for having me back. Like, uh, thanks for having me back to my show, guys. Right, yeah, that you're a founding <laughs> yeah, part yeah, of. Yeah, thanks for coming <laughs> yeah. back to your own show. Yeah, for, yeah. For the record, the Outsiders gimmick that me and him started, what, seven, eight years ago, he created. Yeah. It was his idea. I mean, it, his handle is Outsider Kirby. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm the Outsider, and now I'm – so I'm not supposed to be here because I'm an Outsider, and now I'm back. Hashtag Carl's back, y'all. Hashtag. Yeah, you know, Ricky and Clive are going to enjoy the show, I think. They've been well, hashtagging that for a while now. I mean, Ricky loves you anyway. He we, does. We all know and where I, we stand. And I love Ricky. He's he's my he's my boo. And I hope he hears that. Ricky, you're my boo. I love you. Look, this love affair between you and Ricky bothers me, okay? <laughs> just jealous. Don't, don't let it. I don't know if he's jealous because Ricky loves me more than him or because I love Ricky more than Rance. I don't know what he's jealous of. Is it both? Can, can, I, can I pick all of the above? I was yes. gonna say, I you, think you can. Lance yeah. could be petty if he wants. Yes, I can. I'm I'm around every day. I'm consistent. I and but no, I get the least love. Well, that's because well, you know what? You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's all it is. That's 
We're tired of you, dude. You're around all the time. You get bored. Oh. Speaking of absence, y'all, do we want to start the show with the shittiest part of the week? You know, I wish I could say I knew which one you're talking about, but it's so much. (laughs) Carl was talking about absences. Who do we know that's been absent for a while that's a walking pile of human trash? Okay, before we start, let me say this. (laughs) Let's let's break it down for the listeners. Um, Number one, Carl said the stars aligned. We all woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning to record this. So when he says the stars... No, I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) He actually came on time. So... We're going to call this episode affectionately known as the Get This Work episode because everybody don't get this work. So we're going to break down the show known as the Crown Jewel in many different ways, but not, hey, this match was good. No, they're going to get this work. This going to get this work. That's going to get this work and so on and so forth. So, yes, we might as well start with the most egregious moment of the weekend. Terry well, Malaya. I... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I, no, all I was going to say is we should start with that man because yeah. he's inconsequential to the storyline. We will hopefully not see him again for a long motherfucking time. Um, and he's the easiest, he's easily the grossest part of the weekend. Yeah. Which is saying something, y'all, because that show happened in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> all right. So, for those of you who didn't watch Crown Jewel, and by the way, of the three of this this family here, I watched it. Um, they didn't, of course. Uh, I was Carl, at work, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle was being a functional human being, and Carl's just living the gimmick of doesn't watch shit. <laughs> well, in fairness, even if I'll say this, it was Friday afternoon. I was at work. However, if it had been on Sunday afternoon I, or Sunday night, I still wouldn't have watched it. So I can't even use that as, as a real excuse because I would not have watched it. Honestly, and I told you this before, the card itself, even if I didn't have an issue with Saudi Arabia, which I do, and all that shit, I wouldn't have watched it because the card looked like shit. It looked like shit. I had no interest in the card. So, I mean, that's just, and that's, yeah. But anyways. Fair enough. I, I completely respect that. Um, so the show started off. As the rumors that, that we were all hoping wasn't true. But the show started off with the dulcet tones of Rick Berenger um, singing I Am a Real American in Saudi Arabia. For... Does anybody else feel gross when they hear that song in 2018 because of like <laughs> how fucked up we are right now? So <laughs> in many ways, I'm sure I could. I'm very good at compartmentalization. So I can appreciate the art and not the artist or who the artist is about. You know what I mean? So the song's still fire. But when I think of the song in general, it don't bother me. When I think of the song in relation to the person who it's about and him what he does, then I feel sick. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes total sense. I wasn't even talking about the Hulkster. I was just saying, like, I don't know. Oh, because unabashed patriot unabashed patriotism makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Unless it's in a rock to- a rock song, then we, then we all love it. I guess I don't know. I guess so. Bruce Springsteen's been been torn off of being that for twenty five years. So, um, yeah, Hogan back. 
Here's the thing with here's the thing before we even get into shitting on Hogan because we could shit on Hogan all day. We all could have a whole just shit on Hogan episode, and I'm, I'm like, with that. Oh yeah, um, but for the people talking about, well, how long does a man have to wait until he can have a job again? Ain't nobody saying he can't have a job. He can greet people at Walmart or like <laughs> flip burgers or own a restaurant you, like you like you said. Yeah, like make your own version of Cheeseburger in Paradise. I don't fucking care what you do, but homie can't be on television acting like he's cool and talking brother, brother, brother. No, motherfucker. Get your ass gone. And and before we go into Hulk Hogan, we just we just starting off the jump. Damn. So, Kyle, I feel like Kyle and Carl might disagree with me on this. But what bothered me the most besides him being around is I didn't like the fans comparing them bringing back Hogan and saying, well, damn, they never gave China a chance. Chill the fuck out. Okay. Two egregiously different situations. Number one, number two, China's got her just due in recent years. Okay. Number three, whatever happened between Hunter, Steph and China, none of us know, but this is what we do know. China did, Nobody cares that China did porn. China did a porn where she fucked. She dressed up as Stephanie fucking her dad. Like there, like that's a ve- that's a very clear attack on a family. You know what I mean? So it wasn't just oh back to one night in China. Nobody cares about that. It's you know what I'm saying? It's the very serious attack, or not to mention the many rants she did while she was high or drunk attacking them or talking trash to them like yes things can be forgiven but unfortunately she's not here to be forgiven they're they're not here to squash the beef anymore so things can be forgiven but it's not like the company don't have a track record of not forgiven macho man died before they put him in the hall of fame and that's literally all they've done they put him in the hall of fame yeah you you occasionally see his his highlights in like the pre-show banner and shit, but like they do not give him any kind of shine ever. Really. Because whatever happened between Vince and Macho, Vince is gonna take that grudge to the grave. To be fair though, he's about the only one that he hasn't forgiven. And we still don't know what happened there. And we still oh, we happened. still don't. But I just I don't like People use every excuse to bring the China argument when they don't know the truth or the real, real fact can behind I, the China situation. Can I can I be real a little bit with this? And this is gonna hurt some feelings probably. I love China, big fan. She's not synonymous with WWE to me. Like you can get as mad about it as you want. Hulk Hogan, while he has, I'm with you, Kyle. There's there's no need for Hulk Hogan on WWE television in 2018. But the one thing you cannot deny about him yeah. is that he's synonymous with WWE. Not like, and I and I love China, okay. But to even compare the two, like, and this sounds terrible. I know how bad it sounds, but you cannot compare their impacts on professional wrestling. Maybe in China, like for China, like I feel like she was the start of something in a lot of ways in women's wrestling. But I don't, I don't feel like she was ever to the point where, you know, you put her on a Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? I mean, Hogan, you still, to me, do, like, maybe not now, but, like. Hogan's impact is undeniable. 
Right. He well, carried the WWE for years. You know what I mean? Wrestling. But I don't think right. people who are making that comparison were necessarily trying to put the two of them talent-wise on no, the same weren't. level. Yeah. Well, if that's I the case, they put China higher because she had more wrestling talent. That's for sure. Well, I mean, that's that's the truth. Hogan was a shit wrestler. Um, here, but no, I think what bothers people, and I, I agree, Rance, it is different for the reasons that you mentioned, but I think what bothers people is at the end of the day, what China did was about a personal grudge. She didn't do something fucked up as a terrible person. Like, China fucked up a lot in her personal life. She did a lot of drugs. She mm-hmm. had a lot of fucked up demons, and she did that porno as a direct attack at Vince and the company, mm-hmm. but, like, Hulk Hogan is a racist, misogynistic asshole. He is. And I think that that's what people... I think that that's why people are upset, <clears throat> but I also think that people don't want to think about the fact that, yeah, but China directly attacked the people who own the company, and so and they yes. personally get to hold the grudge if they want. Right. And, it's just... Honestly, it's, it's it goes... And we're going to talk about this later... And I won't spoil it, but we're going to talk about some of this stuff. Like, if you think about it in a lot of ways, a lot of times what happens to you personally, no, mo- all the time, what happens to you personally will always affect you more than things that happen a little bit more on the outside. Yeah. You know, like uh, people get like Hulk Hogan is a racist, right? We know that. Like, but Hulk Hogan's never walked up to Rance Morris and said some racist slurs to him. But if someone he knew, if I did it, if I walked up to Rance personally and said something racist to him, to, he I would hold – That's what I'm saying. And he would hold that against me, right? And like it would be more personal. It would be more egregious to him than probably what Hulk did because I did it to his face. I did it as a direct attack. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Hulk Hogan, what he did, what he said, it's a direct attack on a community as a whole. You know, but it's not like – we don't know Hulk Hogan personally, so it's not as sure. personal. More but than even beyond else. that, even beyond that, China's attack was directly aimed at the McMahons. None of right. the McMahons are affected by racism because they're sure. all white. Right. Yeah. So That's like, true too. Yeah. So like, and, and I'm not saying that to say that they're like that they themselves necessarily are racist. I don't know. And I think Vince probably is a little bit because he grew up in North Carolina in the right time. So like in the trailer that, parks of North Carolina, like y'all, I live in South Carolina. White people doing racist shit will never surprise me ever. I will never be shocked by racism. Yes. But I will say that they are less affected by Hogan's words on a personal level. So they are right. more willing to forgive based on like window dressings of an apology. Yes. And, and plus, I mean, it's, it's Saudi Arabia and we already know they've essentially signed a deal with the devil that they can't, you know what I mean? It's Hogan. Who knows oh. what this Saudi Prince guy wants to see? I mean, exactly. we've seen the results of this card. Like, well, yes. we knew like, I'm pretty sure the Saudi Prince might be, he's probably, how old is this guy? RH older, maybe a little yeah, bit older. He's like 34 something like that. Yeah, so this isn't surprising, really. You know, this is the same guy, the same cat that a lot of us, especially me and Rance, probably, and Kyle, you too, grew up with. You know, like, we know Hogan. We grew up a little bit with Hogan's career, some of us. The only part of Hogan's career I grew up with was Hogan destroying WCW. Uh, 
I want to I want to further what you said though, Kyle, talking about how the, the black man's don't necessarily have to be racist for this to not affect them, because it's not it's not a direct attack at them per, per se. There's the the majority of this country is Caucasian, so there are a, a majority of wrestling fans out there from 30 to older who grew up watching Hogan, and Hogan was their everything. They said their prayers at night because Hogan told them to. Said their vitamins because Hogan told them to. They believed in things that were good because Hogan told them to. This this is really a thing. And so, while what he said was egregious and, I'm not going to say unforgivable, but unforgettable, uh, it doesn't affect them in the way it affects, say, me, Rich, or Jeremy. You know what I mean? So, or even you, because you're a minority yourself, Kyle. So, not, and I'm, and I'm not saying that white people can't or aren't offended by this, but there's very clearly a market for him because I guarantee you that shirt's gonna sell out. That just came back out again. Gonna sell out. Always he's does. Hulk Hogan. He's, yep. he, he's Hulk Hogan. He is a popular, uh, uber popular, uber important, rich white man. He'll always have a place in this world and unfortunately consequently in WWE and there's nothing they can do about it and the perfect time to bring him back from a business standpoint was in a completely completely other country who's never ever gotten a chance to see wrestling shows and to see their favorites and don't care if somebody says anything negative to them because they're in their own world and they got their own shit to worry about and here's another thing to think about because and once again, I'll, I'll you know kind of foreshadow the fact that what we're going to talk about later. Vince has nothing to lose with this because he knows that while all of us sitting here in a little circle are angry and getting mad over here in the United States and blah 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 blah, it's a good business deal for him because Saudi Arabia is paying the money, and all of us we're we're shitting on Hogan. Hey, none of us we're gonna fucking keep watching. I hate, and I, I mean, we, I say this all the time, and people get mad at it. But a lot of people, maybe not everybody, but everyone, people are going to watch. Man, we're going to keep watching. We're going to be like, oh, you know, it's just like everything else. We'll get mad for a little while, mm-hmm. and then we're going to sweep it under the rug and be like, all right. So what's Gene Ambrose and Seth Rollins doing this week? And There'll that's, be another episode that, of The Edge next week. Yes, you're absolutely right. I'm not going to stop watching. Yeah. So I mean, that's just kind of that's why I feel like, as much as Vince pisses us off, and Crown Jewel is the like. The epitome of Vince trolling and angering everyone. And that's like it's like the highest point of Vince pissing people off. He knows damn good and well that what are we gonna do? Go watch Ring of Honor's pay per view this weekend? Like that ain't gonna happen. You oh, know by what the I mean? way, guys listening, if you didn't know, Ring of Honor has pay per view tomorrow. <laughs> Don't worry, y'all. I'll give them the smoke later. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know. I there's it's very easy to sit on your own high horse and say that we would do things differently in the situation that Vince is in and I think a very fair amount of us would I do but man money talks bullshit walks and that bottom line is a hell of a motivator when you are at that level all three of us sitting here right now have jobs. Carl, the reason Carl can't be on the show is because he works six days a week and goes to school. 
trying to provide for his family. And I respect <clears> that. <throat> right? Kyle doesn't have any kids. He's not married. But Kyle's paying off t- tens of thousands of dollars in student loans for all of his 17 degrees. You know what I mean? I have two daughters. You got so greedy with degrees, you took my degree. <laughs> oh, man. I've only got three degrees. So far. So Oh, no, 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 no. This will be my last one. I ain't going back to school again. But the point I'm... The point yeah, I'm you are. On Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. The point I'm trying to make is that all of us make huge sacrifices in our life and do things that none of us necessarily would do in any other situation because we know we have to provide. So, we're and we're, and we're barely making it. You know what I'm saying? We need that next check to come. Right? When you're in charge of thousands of other people's money, like Vince's, you make decisions like this that piss other people off, but you realize, all right, well, let me do the bottom, may, let me look at the bottom line. So I'm not yeah, sticking it's up. It's a bottom for, line decision. I'm not sticking up for Vince at all. No way. I think bringing Hogan back is egregious. I, I completely do. But I can't sit here and say that he's a terrible human being for doing it when ultimately business is what runs the world. I can hate it, and I do. If you don't believe me, at It's Ray Cash. Oh, I let him have it. But I just... A I solid tweet, by the way. Yeah, that was uh, that was excellent. Might be your best tweet on Twitter ever. Out of all seven of them? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Hey, it has, one of them has to be the best. Um, But I, I just, I you know, I wanted to put that out there because we're not going to give it to you just one way. We're not going to give it to you from a biased standpoint. We're going to give it to you honestly. And our bias and honest opinion is Hulk Hogan can suck a bag of dicks. You know what else sucked a bag of dicks? Crown Jewel. Oh, look at the journalism. Oh. Maybe journalism isn't something we should say in this show, considering the situation, huh? I mean, you know, no, we can say it because, like, I'd be killed for all sorts of reasons if I ever went to Saudi Arabia. So, like, Uh, journalism. So, hold on. Perfect segue. Daniel Bryan, you can get this work right now. Can may I? May I, if you don't mind? Oh, sure. I mean, you can give Daniel the work because I'm not gonna. That's fine. I respect. No, you. no. I mean, like, I, I don't worship Daniel Bryan the way that all these other motherfuckers do. Like, D. is solid, but like, no. I need, I need to hear this because I just, I haven't decided how I'm gonna respond yet. So let's, let's hear it. Get, give him the work. Okay. I'm all about giving Daniel Bryan the work, by the way. But I just want to hear it first. Let's see. And Cena's next, so don't think that this is just a Bryan thing. No, yeah, I know. I'll hit Cena. You. I, hit I've Brian. seen the bullet points for this show. Go ahead. Okay. I'm still included on the on the. Uh, even though I haven't been around, I'm still included on the creative meetings. So go ahead. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, there was a moment in time where even on this show, I lauded Daniel Bryan. Bryan Daniel Snezzy, human being, because <clears throat> I thought the fact that he had the gumption to say what happened over there is egregious is disgusting and is unforgivable and i cannot support that i'm willing to forego my championship shot i'm willing to forego my spot on the card i'm willing to forego the work the 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 relationship i have with the owner of this company that i've worked seven eight plus years to get because i don't want to support that company daniel bryan bryan dance and i salute you i shake your hand nope that ain't what happened daniel bryan don't care what happened to that poor man Daniel Bryan doesn't want to go because 
the last time he went to Saudi Arabia, he didn't know about Saudi Arabia and how they are, so he didn't like how they treat homosexuals and how they treated Sami Zayn, who's Syrian, who wasn't allowed to go to the show because Syria and um, Saudi Arabia got beef like Peter Griffin and the Big Chicken. Okay, cool. First and foremost, you're supposed to be the intellectual of the group. You didn't know about Saudi Arabia? You decided to go to a country that's never had a wrestling show and you didn't know why? Oh, okay, cool. Then you get there and you find out all these egregious things and you said nothing? Okay. Then you decide to have the gumption to say, I don't want to go. And if the reports are true, because these are all reports, that he said this before all this stuff started, which I don't believe, then why did you allow yourself to let them make you win the match in Australia? You don't have that much stroke to say, no, I can't win this match. Well, you know I'm not going to go, Vince. I told you three months ago I wasn't going to go. So Miz needs to win? No. You won that match happily. You sold that match happily. You went to every show afterwards and continued to sell that match happily. No. Brian, you are a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. Because you don't care what happened to the poor man who is the most egregious thing in the situation. The world that treat homosexuals is disgusting. One of my best friends is gay. He's sitting on this podcast with me right now, and I would kill for that dude. So how they treat how they treat people of of of, of that demographic is disgusting. But they've done that for thousands of years. You just not got a problem with it? <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Well, it, it, so it's, 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 it's the selective outrage that bothers me. All of a sudden, now you want to have a problem with it when you could have had a problem with it before. You could have educated just yourself before. But now you just want to sit here and don't have any problem with the thing of the day. You don't have a problem with something that's been going on forever when you could have educated yourself to know that. Like, it, it's it's just it's, it's, it reeks of laziness to me, it reeks of selective outrage to me, and it reeks of hypocrisy to me. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about selective outrage later because I have a different standpoint on selective outrage. However, in this situation, you bring up a good point because the thing is with Daniel Bryan especially here, and listen, we're all living off reports. I don't know what is and isn't. Yes, but if, if, for the record. If, so if the reports if the are, are wrong, be, then I take back everything I said and I apologize. If the reports are to be believed, and he was aware of what happened. Let's say we give him a pass for what happened the first time they went to Saudi Arabia, right? We'll just do that. Fine. We'll just say he's ignorant. I, I'll do that. I'll get because listen, a lot of people are ignorant about what's going on in the world. That that's this is all been like, ignorant at one point or another. Yeah. So, but here's the problem: if 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 the reports are to be believed that they knew about, he knew that he was going to be booked in this fashion to go to Saudi Arabia, have a match with AJ Styles, but. He goes to Saudi Arabia for Greatest Royal Rumble. He finds out all this stuff, gets learned on all this stuff. Then what Rand says is absolutely right. From that point, once you learn, I'll give you the pass for going to Greatest Royal Rumble, right? But past that, you don't if, – if the plan is to be believed that, okay, in the next couple of months they're going back you and Daniel – You've got a 10-year deal. Please. Right, and You're we're going, going back. back, so – and you're going to be in these plans in a major match. If you're Daniel Bryan, like if you're, if your principles are really as strong as you say they are, then from the beginning, you should just be ready to just say, listen, I'm not doing this. 
Like, like you said, Rance, let Miz get the victory. Miz doesn't have to win the title. It's not like that matters, you know. Like, obviously, well, they're didn't. Right. I mean, they're, Miz they're, does need to win the title, sir. He does. does listen, that's a whole other story. That's listen, and we're going to talk about Crown Jewel booking anyway. That's a whole different story. Well, but, no, I'm doubly mad at Daniel Bryan in this instance because not only did he beat Miz, but like that match was like a fucking small package roll right. up joke match. Right. Well, they have a right now. WWE is on a on a on a kick where we like to just fucking bury the superstars. But ugh! anyways, listen, fuck all that for a second. The point is, Daniel Bryan. Rance is absolutely right. Like, and I, I have a different opinion on selective outrage, but in this case, because if Daniel Bryan got himself learned, why would you go along with all this? Like, I mean, you could very easily be like, I mean, I don't know. The other thing is, I don't know how WWE hands out punishments for real. Like, is Daniel Bryan about to be shipped to the bottom of the card for his choice not to go to Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Like, and I don't know if they punish anybody. They probably won't. I would hope not. But I mean, that's there's a lot of factors here. But if you just if you want to go straight off reports, which I'm not usually the kind of person who does that very much, but in this case, I'm not going to say I believe them. But like Rance, you know, said, if they are to be believed. Then yeah, I agree. He's a hypocrite. I mean, you, you can't say, "Oh, I went to Saudi Arabia. I figured all this out. I'm angry, but don't worry. I'm going to let myself get all the way to this title match, and then back out. Make like, them change plans that they've yeah. advertised the match, and make them change the advertised match to happen the week before, and have an injuries uh, injury uh, angle, so I can get out of a match that I've known about yeah. for two months." Basically, Man, Daniel Bryan is Dave Meltzer. Plans changed. Okay? And it was his fault. But I'm with you on that one. Daniel Bryan, I'm with you. So speaking far. Of, spe- <laughs> speaking of people who didn't go to the show, but it's because they're full of shit, not because get, they're altruistic. Get them. Get them. Let's talk get about this motherfucker John Cena. Because Jonathan Felix Anthony Cena. So John Cena decided he didn't want to go to Crown Jewel because he didn't want to be a part of this show in Saudi Arabia all of a sudden based on the events of what happened. Um, some people seem to think that that was John Cena taking some kind of moral stance. And to those people, I say, what the fuck are you smoking? Because damn, that must be some good shit. John Cena ain't go to this show y'all because John Cena is a fucking Hollywood actor and he's trying to look out for his celebrity. Because if John Cena really gave a flying fuck about human rights, do you think his ass would be filming a show in China? Not just filming a show in China. Living there for five months. This dude is living in fucking China. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I go further real quick? I'm, I'm, I'm backing you up. John Cena's learned that he's learning Mandarin because he knew that WWE needed to go to China because that's the untapped market. So you clearly don't care about human rights violations. So let me ask yeah, you a question before we go further much... on shitting on John Cena. Hold on. Did John come out and say that the reason he didn't go to Saudi Arabia was had, it was because of human rights did or is this what all of his fans came out? He hasn't with? said anything publicly. Okay. He so should we be shitting on John? Yeah, should we be we shitting should. on John or should we be shitting on the people who are defending his honor? Like he's some big human oh, rights no, activist. Be shitting on John. Yes. We should be sitting on John. Indeed. But why? He, he never came out and said, I'm not going to Saudi Arabia. Ryan because... never came out and said it either. 
Well, I thought you were just talking about how Brian learned all this stuff, and so that's why he was pulling out. John allowed like, himself to be girl. put in. The, John allowed himself to be put in the, in, in the thing. Go into the, the World person, Cup. He was just. He was the Cup. first person announced. That's right. Yeah. See, I forgot about the World Cup. All this shit's so bad. The Crown Jewel thing is so bad, and I, of course I don't watch. So like you know everything is so bad that I've forgotten about all this. So fair enough. Let's shit on John. I'm down. Fuck John. Sorry. Cena. Continue, please. Well, no, so if y'all want to know, though, just how China gets down, um, <laughs> y'all remember Tiananmen Square? They straight up rolled over a motherfucker with a tank mm-hmm. in front of cameras. They give zero fucks in China. Oh, talk to them about the baby rule. The one-child policy? You mean, mm-hmm. the, you mean the one that says that you legally can only have one child? They've relaxed it a little bit in recent years, but... The societal issues that that has created and the orphanages full of baby girls because Chinese society is very paternalistic and you want desperately to have a boy that will carry on your family name. So families that would get pregnant and have a daughter first, they would just give little homegirl up for adoption because they didn't want to have that be their one child. And so now they've got all of these babies that have been adopted out. And they've got too many men and not enough women in the society to, like, perpetuate population growth because all of these people that had daughters got rid of their daughters through nefarious means. Like, China fucked up, y'all. Like, they have- Listen, it's, it's not just that. I have a brother-in-law right now in China. I'm not going to say his name. He is teaching English in China, okay? He's – and listen, however you feel about religion is how you feel about religion. But he's Christian, Okay. You ain't allowed to be Christian over there. They find that shit out, you're in trouble. You're not brother. allowed to be anything over there. Exactly. In, in Chinese. Well, in China is a very communist society. It's run Absolutely. by the Communist Party, and atheism is a key tenet to communism because it brings about a conflict of loyalty between you and the state. They don't so, want yeah. to be loyal to anything more. That, than that's them. another thing. If you are a, a religious person over there, bad news. Well, I mean, like China, China is like king of like non-freedom of speech they they don't have open internet access mm-hmm. uh, yep. they have their own versions of twitter and facebook and shit so that they don't have to worry <laughs> about information spreading that they don't want to spread and, and the reason and, but here's the thing the reason why nobody gives a shit about that is because china imports all their shit to the united states yes. we make tons of money off of china and we give china tons of money and that's just the bottom line. That's why I nobody mean, cares. China nobody thinks a, about it. We do. I mean, China too, as a nation way. is creating fake islands in the South China Sea so that they can try to claim that they own that shit. And and one thing I want to say real quick too: if you don't believe what Kyle's saying about the paternalistic society, watch Mulan. You're asking our listeners to watch Mulan. I'm just saying, Yo, dude. Don't ever, don't ever act like being asked to watch Mulan is a bad thing. Hey, Come that's on. my, that's my favorite, that's my favorite Disney like princesses, princessy yes. movie is Mulan. It's a fucking fantastic. fantastic. I was just talking about that's funny because I was just talking about this earlier with my wife, like literally like two hours ago we were talking about Mulan. But yes, but, you're but right. The, I mean, it's the very point about and mind you, this that was in like the early, early, early days of China. But the very point behind it is Mulan. Her dad had to go back. Her dad, who was old and sick, had to go back in the army because they were at war with the Mongols. And Mulan had to lie and pretend she was a man because they, women were just, hey, go cook, go clean, stay out of the way. Ain't much changed. I agree. 
So you know what else we can jump on while we sitting there giving people this work? Hmm. Let's do what we do best and let's shit on the fans, shall we? <laughs> but Rance, how can you shit on me? What did I do this week? Well, young fan person boy, um, there was a show in Saudi Arabia that you seemed to be very upset about and wanted to boycott. Are you familiar with this show? Well, Rance, everybody knows that Saudi Arabia is a terrible country. Well, Daniel Bryan didn't know, so technically everybody doesn't know. So what's your next What's your next excuse? But Rance, didn't you see what they did to that journalist? I surely did, and that is egregious. But uh, let me ask you a question. Did you see what they did to those nine people in AME Church in, Char- in whatever city that was in South Carolina? Charleston. Charleston? Did you see that, but- young man? But, Rance, what's that got to do with Saudi Arabia? Well, I'm glad you asked. So there is a thing called selective outrage. And what that means is I am upset about the things that I want to be upset about, even though there are a bunch of things that I could be upset about, but I'm choosing not to be upset about them. Saudi Arabia has massive human rights violations. This is something we are, we are aware of, we know, we accept, and it is the truth. And whether they really are trying to move out of the dark ages or not, that's their business. If they are, I salute them because it's never too late to change. However, if you are talking about human rights violations, I, as a black man, this is voting season. Carl has been bitching at me to vote for the past three, three weeks. You ain't going on. No, I'm not. If I was 50 years old. God damn it, Rance, fucking old, vote. If I was 50 years old, I would remember a time. I couldn't vote. So you talk about human rights violations. The whole country was supposed to be built on for the republic, by the republic. Right? But, so, this country has, this is the newest, this is one of the newest countries in the world. And we have more human rights violations than damn near any country out here. We set a war with an entire country over weapons of mass destruction we never found. And the people who create, who did the egregious act that caused us to go to war weren't even from that country. Yeah, we so, just had a show showing the country they were from. Yes, exactly. Well, there you go. Yes. <laughs> so, so I am all for calling a spade a spade. Saudi Arabia deserved all of the outrage, the negativity, the disgust that they've received after callously and egregiously I'm using egregious a lot tonight murdered that poor journalist who just happened to say something negative about that about one of the Saudi princes however if we are going to boycott WWE at every bad thing they do or at every show they do in a country that has uh, human rights violations ladies and gentlemen listening ladies and gentlemen listeners of the Outsider's Edge they never, there will never be another WWE show Ever. Anywhere. Ever. Anywhere. Like, they just did that show in Australia. Y'all, ask an aboriginal person how they feel about Australia. One of my good friends is aboriginal. I can call him and tell you. So, there's not one place unless they decide to build an island somewhere and just have Jurassic Park WWE style. It ain't happening. So, you're gonna be mad a lot of stuff, but you choose not to because it's not the moment of the, the day, the moment of the day, or the issue of the moment. And as my good brother Carl just said at the beginning of this show, you say you're gonna boycott, 
but we really know you. Like, you know what's funny to me? All these people who said they weren't going to watch Crown Jewel, and not just say they weren't going to watch, because it's, it's one thing you said you didn't want to watch because you weren't interested in the show. Neither of you two were interested in the show. You didn't watch. I respect that. It's saying I'm not going to watch because I'm boycotting it, making a stand. Okay, how do you know what happened on the show? <laughs> yeah, they were interested in the results, of course. Um, I want to jump in because I don't know how Kyle – I mean, I, I, I'm assume we all kind of feel the same way. I, I've gotten to – this is – selective outrage is such an interesting topic to me because not even just from a wrestling standpoint, just from an in general standpoint. Because here we are, three guys, okay? And we've been talking a lot about human rights and things of this nature, a little bit more serious conversations tonight, you know? And it all delves back into the political spectrum a little bit. And without getting political, you know, I have to touch on it a little bit because it does matter because you just talk about voting and things like that. So outrage. We're all pretty liberal, the three of us, for the most part. Pretty, pretty liberal-minded guys. I'm a little, probably a little bit more moderate in the middle than you guys are, but for the most part, we're all pretty in agreement, right? Here's the thing. The same thing we're saying right now about selective outrage is the same thing the guys, the other guys, the other side says all the time, that we're mad about this, but when this happens, we don't say a word. And I think I think we have to be careful because, Rance, you watch the show, and I, and I have a lot of respect for you because you hate what Hogan did, said, blah 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 blah, right? Mm-hmm. And that personally upsets you, you know. Offends me personally, absolutely, yes. However, you didn't say, "Well, I'm not watching Crown Jewel because of it," and I'm not boycotting WWE because of this one decision. No. And I can appreciate that, right? But the thing is, and I think we have to be careful, is here's the deal. All of us have our own things that we can be personally upset about. For you, Rance, it might be Hogan, right? Maybe Hogan upsets you more than them going to Saudi Arabia. I don't know. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Just, I'm just saying, like, theoretically, okay? Maybe for Kyle, Saudi Arabia upsets him more than Hogan. Or maybe for me, Saudi Arabia upsets me more than Hogan. Right? Honestly, nothing upsets me more right now than the fake outrage about the immigrant caravan. Okay, well then that's fair. So, but like what I'm what I'm getting at here is like, like there's a lot of things that upset me right now. Okay, I can't I can't like stop my life, the real life that I have in my own world to like be angry about everything. You know what I mean? Like I can be upset in my mind. I can, there's things I can say, there's things I can do, small things I can say and do, but I can't get mad about everything. Like, okay, this is a very small, small example. Okay. And I just want to use it because it's very small, but you know how there was like this outrage over straws forever, right? Like in California, right? Well, yeah. Single use straws are terrible for the environment. They are. And here's the thing. I don't usually drink out of a straw that much anyway. And there's a whole other backstory to why I don't do that. But I don't do that very much anyway. But, like, if I saw someone drinking with a straw, I'm not going to pull it out of their cup and, like, throw it across the room and be like, this is for my ocean life homies. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do that. 
you should okay. do that. That would be hilarious. Right. I know, but I'm not going to do that because while it's, I understand the issue, like it's just so out there to do that. You know what I mean? People are going to do what they're going to do and it's okay to be upset about things. The, the way that I've always kind of seen is you want to get out there. If you want to make it, if you want changes, you got to go out there and do what you can to try and make them. Right. So with WWE, like, I feel like I understand where people are coming from with the whole, like, I don't want to watch this show because of what happened in Saudi Arabia and all that stuff. I get it. Like, and I really do. And I don't want to come down too hard on those people. Like, this is the one area of all of this where I'm not going to come down too hard because I get it. Like, you can be like, there are things that are going to anger you. Like, you can be angry about the things that you love and you still love them. You know what I mean? I mean, people make me angry every day that I care about. At the end of the day, I'm like, oh, today I hate you. Tomorrow I love you. And I, I'm one so, of those people, by the way, for you listening. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I mean, you and me get but, into it a lot. Like, we'll have our days where, like, I'm mad about this that we've been talking about. And the next day it's cool. And so I think that there's – while we can shit on them for this, and I've shit on the fans with you guys many times. This is the one thing that I'm willing to let slide a little bit because, man, it's just – you just really can't expect it. I mean, you can be mad at – it's like it's one of those relationships. You just, you're just mad at them, and the next day you're like, all right, okay. I think – but here's the reason why I'm willing to give the fans this work right now is That's because – <laughs> the boycott isn't really a boycott. It's just they didn't watch this show. Unless right. you actually canceled the fucking network, that's not a boycott. You right. have, you are still going to give them your $9.99 every month, and you're going to watch all the other shit that you like on network. Right. You're just not watching this one fucking show. Right. That's not a boycott. Well, I would that's agree with not that. taking a stand. Right. That's not getting on a moral high. That's not doing any of that. That's just not watching this one show. And I would agree with that. I just think that, like, you know, I don't want to come down crazy on them. Like, the idea of, like, boy- boycotting is such a thing. Like, okay, Kyle, you and I, I don't know about Texas, but I'm pretty sure South Carolina's got them. Has anybody here ever heard of Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Yo, man, we got one every, like, two miles. Okay, Chick-fil-A is Chick-fil-A is the shit. Okay, their food is. I love Chick Fil A. Okay, I, I have a love hate relationship with Chick Fil A. Right, I love to eat their food. <laughs> I hate to think about where my money's going after right. I buy exactly. it. You guys have seen by now. Y'all have probably all seen the little video of Russell Westbrook, like on the bench, and he like looking around, and then he sneaks a piece of food. That's like all of us at Chick Fil A. It's yeah. like I know how Chick Fil A is, but damn, this chicken's so good. You know, and we just move to the side and eat it, like. That's kind of how I feel about the Saudi Arabia situation a little bit. Like, we're still giving them our money. You know, we don't like what they do and what they stand for on this, but we're still going to have that Chick-fil-A sandwich today. You know what I mean? Can, can I give I'm willing to, like, cr- like, come down on them because I get it because I'm that way. You can know I what I mean? Can give example? Yes. Okay. Uh, the, the number one hip-hop station in, in Houston is 97.9 The Box. Okay. okay. Um, and the morning show here has been going on for 15 plus years, a long time. People have, kids have grown up and are grown and been listening to the Mad Hatter for, right. you know, forever. He's, okay. a, he's a radio legend, legitimately. Just this past week, um, there R. Kelly, apparently, we all know the egregious things R. Kelly has done or been accused of. 
He done. But you know, yeah, I, we know be, he did it. Like, right, but 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 you know, be, and every time I believe I can fly comes on, we're still like I believe. Sure. But but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me go. Let me go in depth. So he has a um, documentary, docudrama coming out about him. Three piece, three part on one of these channels, one of those black channels, TV One or something. Uh, talking about, um, and it's not by him. It's about him talking about his life and the sex cult and the houses and all these things that he's done. Right. They were talking about it. And like everybody on the show was like, no, I can't. No, I, no, I don't can't support him. This, that, and the other. No, I don't like him. This, that, whatever. Talking down on him as one would expect, you know, this, that, and the other. I don't know if some people still go to his shows. Two days later, the same channel aired an advertisement for R. Kelly coming to Houston. Selling tickets. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh yeah. Collective outrage means when you can make a difference and you choose not to. You just want to hear your voice heard. Okay? That's the problem I have. All these people say they're going to cancel the network, and even if they did cancel the network, they're going to re resubscribe next month. You're not making a point. You're trying to be heard. You want somebody to listen to you. And you know what? That's fine, but this ain't the time to you for, to do it. If you really want to make a point, Wrestling is not is not a necessity in life. You don't have to watch wrestling. You don't have to watch WWE. There's never been a time in human history where wrestling was more accessible than now. There were four wrestling shows on television. There's a Fight TV, which is free, where you can watch dozens of shows, right? Online. MLW, if you can't watch it, it's on Facebook every... Um, not Facebook, on YouTube every week. Lucha Underground. I'm sorry. So five on television. Wrestling is available to you. You don't have to watch <clears throat> WWE. So if it depresses you that much, and you feel the need to let to make your voice be heard, or let your grubby little fingers type some shit negative about it, and it's that bad to where you're going to boycott, then be a man, be a woman, grab your balls, grab your tits, and actually stick up to what you're saying. Don't just say it today, and then Monday talk about how you can't wait till Dean come out to say what he's gonna say to Seth. It don't <laughs> right. work that way. And that's what the problem I got is. I think that, that's the thing, though. I think it's a very, I think it's a very fine line because I'm not boycotting the WWE, but I did not like the fact that after all the, the shit that went down in Saudi Arabia, and I've known about Saudi Arabia, you know, we all knew about it. Most of us have people that pay attention, but it's just some like, but I'll be the first to admit I watched the Greatest Royal Rumble. You know, I did. It was terrible. Didn't really care for it, but I watched it. Like, and now at this point, I didn't watch Crown Jewel partly because the the card looks like shit, and secondly because after everything that's gone down, I'm just I'm just done with that with that. You know what I mean? And I understand why Vince would go. Obviously, I'm not an idiot, you know, but I'm not boycotting at the same time either. But, but what you did is the way you let your voice be heard. You didn't watch. You don't. Everybody feels that they need to talk. I realize that is very hypocritical coming from me, who is hosting a podcast right now. I get that, but <laughs> but 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 and all both of you can attest. Anybody who knows me can attest. I very rarely tweet. I very rarely post on Facebook. I can't tell you the last time I put anything on Instagram because I don't feel like my voice matters that much. Because if I really wanted to make a difference, I would do something. I don't need to say it. I have this podcast because I like talking with my friends. People right. Just seem, people just seem to like it, so why not? Well, but we know I, you don't want to make any changes because you don't want to go vote Tuesday, you fucker. Well, 
So, you know, I'm already yeah, mad at you about that. assholes don't vote, Rance. Yeah, when asshole. I, wait, when have I ever said I wasn't an asshole? <laughs> you got to do better than that. We got to get rid of this. You got. You guys need to be getting rid of the Zodiac Killer. We need. We need your. We need your votes. Oh, he was going right? regardless. He was going to win regardless. Yeah, he, yeah, he is going to win regardless. But that's yeah, not the point. Matter. It doesn't matter. Y'all are about to elect a Zodiac Killer. Ted Cruz. Tell me he doesn't. Oh yeah. God. Oh, don't even say that name. He's gross. Um, <laughs> we, we apologize for how how political this episode has been. But, but it matters. Yeah, it's I relevant though. I don't apologize. It's at all. relevant because this is we're talking about. A country that's sure. been in the news, and, and we're not talking about just a wrestling show here. You're right. Like, I mean, we, you know, so people may not like it; they might click the X or whatever tonight. But the point is, it it ties in. You're talking about Vince McMahon, right? Who's got a wife, literally working for the current administration in the United States. By the like, way, th- th- these are relevant things. Thank you for bringing that up. While we are on the topic <clears throat> of the fans, and I want to move off real quick, but I want to say this. For those of you who really believe that they were gonna that either Renee Young was either one in danger, or two they were gonna make her wear a hijab, you're idiots. Yeah, how did that? I haven't watched the show. How did that go? By the way, was she on the commentary team, or did they have her like in a back team. room no, she's on or the something? Team. Okay, see, I didn't, yes. I didn't. Yeah, I was curious about that. They were. She was never gonna be in danger. This is a public event. No, I didn't think. I didn't think she would be by either. The king, hosted by the kingdom. If anything happened to her, that's a war crime. Yeah, I wasn't worried about any of that. I was That's just what curious what her. how they approached it. American women don't have to wear hijabs in Muslim countries. No. Non-Muslim women don't generally have to wear yes. hijabs so again, in Muslim countries. Again, it's a faith-based thing. Yes. So again, knowledge would tell you that. Now, she did. She was respectful to the culture. I'm not saying she had to do this, but to the culture, she had on all black, and she was covered from her neck all the way down. She was good. She had a blast. At least she looked like she had a blast. I'm not I, I was going to say, she she looked like she was having fun because I don't think anybody could be having fun because let's move on and talk about this shit-tastic show. Oh, yeah. That Booking was next. Yes. Crown Jewel. Carl, you brought up exes earlier. Let's, let's go ahead and start with the WWE old folks home match. Straight out of the retirement community, you had... The Brothers of Destruction, Kane and the Undertaker, versus the geriatric G-Generation X, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Now, for weeks, y'all, I've been here on the edge talking about I didn't want this match to happen because I was worried about the safety of the competitors because this is the AARP match. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And and sure enough, and sure enough, one of the Medicare Brigade went and tore a muscle and is now going to be put up on the shelf because they've got to have surgery. And which one was that? Triple H tore a pectoral muscle from trying to carry this damn match. The youngest one and the one in the most shape. Tore a peck trying to carry the match. Even he crumbled under the pressure of trying to carry this sad-ass match. Here's here's the thing. We're going to shit all over this show, and this is not even close to the most egregious thing that happened on this show. Like, this was the Saudi prince who is my age being like, I love the Attitude Era. That's what this was, okay? First of all, let me just dive right in. 
Shawn Michaels got to go, bro. Like, I don't know what he was thinking. I know, he, I know he what he was thinking. He salted Kane's mask off his face. He was, and why did Kane cover up like we've never seen his face before? Oh, no. No, right. I don't think that's what he was covering. I think he was trying to cover up the fact that that's a massive hair piece in the mask and not oh, his well, actual yeah, hair. Maybe so. so, Shawn Michaels, this is going to sound so terrible, with with all the things that have happened in the last few weeks in terms of our good and great universal champion, the real universal champion, Roman Reigns, Shawn Michaels looks like a cancer patient out there, bro. Okay? Bald nah, ass, yeah, bald no, ass head. No, nah, Shawn bald, Michaels. Bald. Like, he not bald. Nah. He bald, bald. No, nah, right. Shawn Michaels looks like what happens when you do opioids for a while. <laughs> I'm just, what I'm getting at here is, Good for Sean. I don't know how much they paid him. Good for him. But fuck. Like this it looks so awkward. Like just seeing like what I've seen of them after like after they won. I'm just like, this looks terrible. Like I can live with the fact that they had the match, but all I can gather from the highlights I've seen is how bad it was. And Triple H, like you said, Kyle, is the only one of those three that or four that we know can go anymore. I honestly thought maybe Kane could still go a little bit because no. he's always been a pretty no. good hand. No. But apparently he's Kane's washed now too. Kane's the worst of the four right now. So what – like I can't really shit on this. I didn't watch the match. So the booking doesn't matter. The booking of this match does not matter. The booking of the match never mattered because this match is self-contained. The one thing that Rance has said about it that I will totally admit he's right on is it doesn't have storyline ramifications because the match is self-contained. So the booking right. itself doesn't matter. My thing was always safety. Because right. I knew three of these four motherfuckers are washed as shit. Okay, and well, it's dangerous <laughs> to have three washed people in a match. And sure enough, somebody got hurt. And sure enough, as is honestly fitting, it was the person who's not washed. And probably in the like you guys that like you mentioned, probably the guy who was had to be the ring general for the whole damn thing. Yes. He's the only one who could yes. still go. The Unfortunate because we probably and that carries ramifications though, because we've been given foreshadowing that we might get Triple H and Batista. Eh, that don't mean nothing. We've gotten foreshadowed many million times. Whatever I know. That, whatever happened to that Triple H Bray Wyatt match. I know. But the thing about it this way, if that was any kind of foreshadowing, it's out the window now. It's out the window because they had to have this dumbass match that nobody gives a shit about except Tweedledee. Okay. That's where oh. I'll stop. That's where I'll stop you there. I'll stop you there. So so I have if, uh, Kyle said it best. If nothing else, I've been consistent on this point. We could talk about the reason the show was there and shit on that all we want. We could talk about how bad the booking was of the show and that's a valid point. We could talk about the old folk getting getting top booking and being put in precarious situations, that's all valid. But the one thing that I've always stuck by is this and this alone. Saudi, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia has not had wrestling shows. Have not right. been able to have these. Right? So, the things that that happened at this show, much like the show in Australia, much like the Grand Royal Rumble in, August, in April, are while it's, it's televised because it's, so, it's such an extravagant show, is not for us it is for the people right. in Saudi Arabia. And if you watch the show, like I did, the crowd were losing their mind at every single moment of the show. 
Well, good yeah. for them because they well, don't they care were... about humans, so that's why they okay. let us have that's, this match. That's fair, but let's. But you, you can also. But everybody in that country isn't a terrible person. Right. No, I agree with that. Like everybody here is a terrible person. You know, just because a lot of our ancestors yeah. were, and a lot of people still are now, everybody isn't. So I can't hate everybody in that country. I can hate the country in in general, and everybody in that country for the egregious things that their leaders have done. However. Right. What I'm, what, the point I'm trying to make is that Sean, Hunter, Taker, and Kane had no reason having a match, but they had a match that was self-contained, didn't affect the rest of the story, and was strictly and specifically for the fans. That's why this, to me, isn't as egregious as the rest of the show. Yes. And I will say this. I'm not – I got no beef with Sean and all them. Like, that – listen. I, they're human beings. Like, Do whichever you want. I don't like that Sean chose this match to come back for. That's the that's that that's fair, but I mean that's just more of a legacy thing than anything else. No, that's more of a getting paid thing. Well, you know what I mean, like for you though, like the reason why you're probably upset is because if Sean's first match, it it makes him look like a douche, kind of. You know, my my deal with the biggest person to blame, it's Vince McMahon. Like, let's let's be honest. Like, we love Vince; he's a genius. That doesn't mean the genius doesn't do dumb shit. Nah, man, this is on Paul. This ain't on Vince. This all this shit's on Paul. On on Triple H, he he broke yeah. the deal. He created the deal. He's head of talent relations. He's head uh, of live events. Yeah, yeah but I mean that's events. fair. But end of the day, we know who pulling the strings. No, I mean Vince is giving the okay. Yes, Vince is giving the okay. Yes, Hunter is out there making the deals, arranging right. the shows. I get that. All that. Vince yeah. is just giving the cosign, like, yeah, all right, we can do that. Right, but for a guy like Vince McMahon, who lives and breathes, and as we know, like, doesn't even his favorite football player is like some Redskins guy from the '30s. Had to be Redskins, huh? Like, like well, <laughs> I like that. You know, it's Vince. Yeah. Like, like, here's the deal. For a guy that supposedly, like, is, like, 24-7 wrestling, WWE all the time, I'm not going to let him slide because Triple H brokered a deal. Oh, this I'm is, not going to let Vince slide. I'm going to shit on day, tonight. But end of the day, we're, st- we're going to the top. Just like right now in politics, we go to the top and we're mad about shit. That's who we yell at first. We're going to do the same thing with Vincent Mann. That's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm not saying Triple H is, is absolved, but at the end of the day, Vincent Mann writes his name in cursive on anything that goes through with that company. It makes up outside of NXT, apparently. But he can easily say yes or no. Because at the end of the day, Triple H can broker Triple H can broker a deal to come wrestle at my house tomorrow. And if Vincent Mann's like, nope, ain't nobody wrestling at my house. Are you gonna say no to a deal that that acquires you four hundred and fifty million dollars over ten years? Am I going to? Yes. No, but I also make like $13 an hour if that. Vincent Mann mate, has just signed a $5 billion deal with Fox. So He doesn't need the money. It's not $5 like, billion, he could, by the way. I know, but what I'm saying is he could he could easily $500 million or whatever it was. He could easily be like, no. Five years. He could be like, no. Why like, I don't need that? this. That's a stupid business decision. Maybe. But sometimes, like we just talked about before, listen, and I'm the business guy, and I agree that would be dumb, but he is, he's not hurting. And at the end of the day, you can easily say no to something. So I'm whether it's a good or bad business decision, to me, is irrelevant to the point of Vince is the bottom line guy. If he says yes, it falls on him. 
Like I'm that is like we do it to every other business person ever. We sh who got shit on with all the stuff that happened with Tesla, Elon Musk, right? Who gets shit on for every other company and all the things they do? The guy at the top. Triple H is a moderator, right? And he makes things happen. But Vince signs the dotted lines at the end of the day. It falls on him. That's just my opinion. I mean, if y'all, I mean, I get where you're coming from. I'm not, I'm not saying that Triple H is absolved, but Vince I'm, makes the deal. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just confused what we're shitting on right now. Yeah, I am too. Because well, we've been shitting on a lot. About, no, I was talking about Triple H. Like that match is all on on Hunter. Like that that whole thing's on Hunter. I feel like I feel like this was three months in the making. He just had to get it off his chest. <laughs> and this is where it came out. Because I don't know what we're mad at right now. I'm not yeah, mad at anybody. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm, what I'm what I'm saying is like the all the this whole show and the way it was booked feels like Vincent Mann sat in a room and took a shit on a piece of paper. Okay, maybe so. If you want my honest opinion, you know what I mean. And it, it, it's it's right now. I'm going to shit on everything that happens on this show. I want I want to preface this by saying that, but I can actually see with my eyes a real reason why he did everything he did. There's a legitimate reason. Sure. Yes. Genuine. You could make or you could do that with anything, really. Like why no, people no, do what but, they but, do. But a but it, not just a genuine, but a logical reason why he did everything he did. Let's let let me explain why. Let's move on. Oh God. Um, the very the beginning of the the beginning of the cart, and from a guy who watched the show, the first everything that happened in the show until AJ brought his shovel out hmm. was great. Oh, so you mean it? This was a WrestleMania style show where the first hour and a half is like fire, <laughs> and then it just hits a wall that it never recovers from. Well, let's let's slow down on the fire because it wasn't fire. So let me tell you what was what was good about it. Okay, the 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 initial first round matches were essentially Raw SmackDown matches. They were they weren't barn burners. Like it's a tournament. It's a one night tournament. So very clearly, you're not going to kill yourself in the beginning of the match. Beginning right. Of it, right? One man, one night, eight man tournament. You're gonna slow it, slow, slowly into it. The semifinal matches were great, they were really good. But what I enjoyed about it was, shout out to Greg Hamilton and if it was Paul or it was Vince, whoever I, whoever's idea it was, when they announced the when they announced the competitors coming out for the who were in the World Cup tournament, before they came out, they announced all their accolades at what they've done, going like in real life and. In kayfabe. Okay. And yeah, then they cool. brought him out. And when they came out, the entrances were extra bigger. Everybody except for Dolph had fireworks. Extra, not just the fireworks on the stage, but the fireworks in the air. It was. Right. It felt really big. It's a good that touch. Consider the resumes that. when you consider the resumes of the eight people in that tournament. Like, other than Lashley, realistically, but I mean Lashley's a legitimate MMA fighter. So like. And Lashley's a world champion of the, in other companies too. In yeah. other companies, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But they but, did say ECW well, but, champion, and then I was like, Ugh. But just within <laughs> WWE's kayfabe, the accolades of, like, all of those people. Kurt and Ray of World and Orton, and yeah. Even Miz. Like, people people laugh and people stunt, but Miz is an eight-time Intercontinental Champion. He's a former WWE Champion. He's, like, a five-time U.S. Champion. Six, He's, like, four, a six-time yeah. Tag Team Champion. Like, the Miz is a Hall of Famer, y'all. Yeah. Yes. You might not want to admit that to yourselves, but the Miz is a Hall of Fame. And he should have won the cup, by the way, but we'll not fuck all that. I'm not getting into that. Not, we're going to get there. Not just a Hall of Famer, but he might be a first ballot, not first ballot, a headliner. Yeah. He like, might he headline be, a class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, 
So I thought that was really cool. I enjoyed that exponentially. So it was the first four matches. Then they had New Day. And New Day came out on a magic carpet. <laughs> I did see a little snippet of that, by the way. Only you can't you can't miss stuff everything on Twitter. You know you're gonna see no, a few sure. things. And then they had the two here here new day. Then they had the two semifinal matches, and the stories had little story in them. Uh, Ray rolled up Orton and beat him, and Orton attacked him after the match. By the way, real quick, did you guys see that they they photoshopped uh, Rey Mysterio's mask? Apparently, like there was something I saw that like he normally has a cross on his mask or something. And like they photoshopped it out or something. I don't know. I saw something about it on. I don't know if it's true or not. But. I didn't pay attention to that, but if I know Ray, Ray might have put it on there because Ray always is specific to what he does. Like right. in the Grizz Royal Rumble when he was in that, he had on a all green with the Saudi Arabia flag on his chest. Right, right, right. So he's all. Yeah, when he went to New Japan, he did a mask that was like the half Japan the New Japan lion. Yeah. Okay. I was so just curious. I saw had, something minor about that, and I was just curious about yeah, it. I don't he know. Might not have had to, he might not have had to cross. Right. Because of where they were. You know, He's very respectful know. of where he goes, and I get right. that. Always, always do. Um, but, yeah, so the matches were cool, this, that, and the other. And then New Day versus The Bar was a fun match, but, it, again, SmackDown match. It was a glorified house show, as it is. The semifinals were really good. Um, I was shocked that we got Miz and Ziggler. That was shocking. I was I was positive we were gonna get Rollins and we were gonna get Rollins and Miz and then Ambrose was gonna come out and screw Rollins out of it. Honestly, you want my honest opinion? I thought Randy Orton was gonna win the whole thing. I knew Randy Go away, win. Randy Orton. I knew Randy was gonna be out the first round. But but Randy you know why I thought that, right? Look at the rest of the results of this show. It's the oh, MAGA crew, oh, brother. I was pretty sure oh, that Randy oh. Orton was gonna be the best in the world. Fair but go ahead. Um and then AJ bought a shovel out. So, let's show AJ for a second while we're here. I'm down. AJ is great wrestler. AJ is deserving of all the accolades he's gotten, and he's deserving of a reign at this level based on what he's done in his career and what he's done in WWE. He's a tremendous guy. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a headliner. But that motherfucker needs to drop that fucking title and drop down the card because he is cancer to the main event of SmackDown. This, this, this reign has been one of the most boring title reigns I've ever seen. And he has ruined three main event stars. He's a momentum killer. He is a momentum killer. And, and it's not necessarily his fault. It's not but his fault. I But we'll never look at Samoa Joe or Shisuke Nakamura the same. It's not his fault because AJ can put on great matches with all those guys. He's not putting on great he, matches, though. Well, no, but what I'm saying is he, he's... It's not his fault because he's he's booked to win these matches. End of the day, right? But the one thing he can tr- can control is what happens in those four b- between those four ropes, and he's not even giving great matches. The the whole reign has been bad. And remember, I want I want to talk about this because we still got to talk about Brock too. But like, where were the next the next pay per view is Survivor Series, and what match are we getting? Oh, and Brock, Brock and AJ. So, now, didn't hey, we man. have that last year, right? We did, and I didn't really care for it that much. So oh, here's the thing, though: everyone was so ready to get rid of Jinder Mahal as champion. Well, wait, I'm, and we are right back where we fucking started. Wait, I'm glad you said that. Carl and I were right. We should have got Jinder versus Brock then. So at least now it'd be new. We should have gone on and got Jinder versus Brock. Let Brock destroy him in three minutes and be done. And then he dropped the title to AJ like he should have. Move on with that. And now we'd have something new. 
But instead, we have the same main event for both Survivor here's, Series. Here's the why I is, want... Go ahead, Kyle. You haven't said well, much. Well, I was going to so say, go the thing is, AJ has reached a point where there have been so many moments where AJ should have dropped the title and it would have been okay. Um, even, like, if they wanted to do another experimental thing, you want to talk about striking while someone was hot, they could have put the fucking belt on Rusev for a month. He, that, like, he was ready it didn't even have... No, but I'm saying it doesn't. Ha- he didn't have to be champ forever. You could have yeah. put the belt on him for a month as like a transitional thing. Even if AJ won it right back, that's to, still like to different. title. Yeah, like Tozawa got. He yeah, win like, one week and lose the next. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like the here's co- the thing though about AJ. AJ is in a weird predicament. Like, first of all, I have been bored with his title reign for goddamn ever. I would have been happy if Samoa Joe had taken it off of him at Crown Jewel. Yeah. I knew he wasn't going to. In no way did I ever think. Joe was winning. I didn't think Daniel Bryan was winning the title either. I knew AJ was walking out champ. However, the thing about AJ is he's one of those guys. If AJ doesn't have a belt, if AJ isn't champion, I don't know how much anybody gives a shit about AJ. That's not fair. Like, because he's, well, to me, he's not John Cena, right? Like, John Cena's at a point in his career, he doesn't need a title. When John comes back, we're like, oh, cool, John's back. And John's going to feed with this guy, and he's going to do this thing. If we're like, tomorrow, we're like, all right, AJ's dropping the title, and now he's going to enter a feud with Cesaro. Like, Okay, okay. But, but, but you realize that you're saying he's not John Cena. There's there's nobody on that roster John Cena. No, yes, I do, but that's the problem with AJ, though. Like, if he doesn't have a belt or if he's not at the top, I don't know that I care about him that much. I don't care how about him right know? now. That's the problem. How can we know we've never seen AJ in WWE that, not on top? Well, uh, except, except for his first two months when he when right. against uh, against Jericho. But, but then it was fresh. Right out, right, but right after Jericho. Right after the Jericho feud, what's the, what did he do? He fought Roman for the title. After Roman, mm-hmm. he fought Cena, and he's been on top ever since. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vince loves AJ. That's great and great for AJ because, I mean, he deserves, like you said, the top. He deserves everything he's gotten. But at this point, and it's much, and actually it's worse on Raw because on SmackDown, at least they have credible guys that you could see dethroning AJ for the championship. The problem is he's beaten them all already at this point outside of a handful of people. You know, the only guy left that he hasn't beaten for that title in a title match for that title. Don't say it. Don't say it because they'll do it. Don't say it. Randy Orton? No. (laughs) I don't know who you're going to say, but whoever you say, they will do it because. Okay. Jeff Hardy. Well, Jeff Hardy's going to get buried. Good. That's okay. I'm okay. That's why I said That's fine. I love (laughs) Jeff, but it's time for him to get buried. So, yeah, the, the AJ thing, like, and I'm so, like, when they said Samoa Joe, I was like, come on, anybody else, right? Because Samoa Joe and him him and one other guy on this roster, and we'll talk about him here in a minute, look like the biggest fucking geeks on the planet. We have not used that, that word the whole show yet, and I'm going to use it, geek. Samoa Joe is officially a fucking geek. Everything oh. he does, forget about it. Speaking of that, you know who was on the pre-show for the cut for the show? Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. Who were the last feuds they had Geeks. before? Who were, the, who were the last major feuds? They were victims of AJ. Geeks. At least Shinsuke has a title. No, no, no. <laughs> that's that's a terrible thing to say. At least he has a title. We we forgot. Shit, I would rather. 
Shit, fuck that. I would rather be Rusev than Shinsuke right now any day. At least the crowd's chanting for Rusev. At least they remember you're on the card. Shoot. I'd rather be Aiden English than Shinsuke right now. And you Aiden watch- just got job squatted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rusev beat him in like two minutes. Yeah. Um, I told but- you that was going to happen. Sure. I never said it wasn't. I just think that Aiden could be a really nice mid-card guy. But we have to move on to this next piece of bullshit. Wait, that is, is it Brock or Shane? It's Brock. <laughs> Fuck Brock Lesnar. Fuck Brock, Brock Lesnar. Can I, can I please? Can, can I go first? Brock please. Yes, like, uh, this, is, yes. this is my return. Let me go, go first, first on Brock. Carl, go first. Okay. Oh, real quick. Yeah, I want, I, want, I want everybody to know Ricky told us to say fuck Brock or fuck Brock. He don't, he don't have to say it because I'm about to say it. Kyle just said it. Fuck Brock Lesnar. All right. First of all, if you are a Roman Reigns fan right now, you should be fucking furious. Okay? You should be – if you're not, what is wrong with you? Like all this shit that Roman went through, and they still didn't put him on, put the belt on him at WrestleMania. They, waited. they made you wait to SummerSlam to put that belt on Roman. Roman gets sick. He's got to go. We understand that. The most logical option was to have just those two have the match. I'm fine with that. Not pulling the trigger on Braun here. When he's still, like, this whole time, even after Roman won the title, Braun has still been in the mix at the top of the card. Brock hasn't really been around. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Brock Lesnar is not going to show up. Braun Strowman, like, after everything we saw, right, when Roman came back in the locker room, Braun Strowman gives him the big embrace, right? He's like, if you need anything... You know I'm here. Braun Strowman's your guy, right? And not to mention, you have a built-in feud for the Universal title immediately. You got Braun, and you got Drew McIntyre. It's right there in front of your face. And so if you look at it right now, Brock Lesnar won the title. I'm telling you right now, Brock is going to hold that title. another. He's going to hold it for a while because the only who's the only person on Raw right now that is credible enough to beat him. And I will wait for your answer because there's only one name and he's not actually credible, but he's the only name on the list that I could even formulate in my brain and say, oh, yeah, maybe they'll put it on him. Drew. I'm out. Drew, that's it. There's nobody else. Dean Ambrose ain't beating him. Seth Rollins ain't beating him. Nobody else on that roster is fucking beating Brock Lesnar. They put this belt back on Brock. Why? Just someone, Rance, you said you could see some logic in everything, and I know you can, and I believe in you. Please give me the logic as to why they went back to this well, and we are literally right where we started when Brock first won that belt off of fucking Goldberg. Before before you do that, let let me spit a little fire here. Can I say one thing that does make perfect sense, though, about the whole situation. Yeah. Of course Braun lost, because Braun started with the Wyatt family, and Braun is a Wyatt, and what do the Wyatts do? Lose. They talk shit, they kick ass, and then they lose. Oh, and the other thing, Braun is now also a geek. Oh, Braun is a Bray Wyatt level <laughs> geek, because he pulled a Wyatt. He talked mad shit. He caused mad chaos. He kicked mad ass. And then he lost like a bitch. Speaking of Br- speaking of Bray, could could you could you guys 
rap like in within your suspension of disbelief believe that Bray being gone as long as he did pops up pops back up and beats can beats Brock for the title I'd be remember, fine with it I don't remember, I would Brock, I'd, be, I'd take anything Brock I'd take and, anything but legitimately because Brock and Bray was supposed to be a WrestleMania match until Ambrose yes it was high. so this is a feud that was always supposed to happen it's the only outside of Drew I don't know where else they could go and that and I'm that unless they're gonna wait the only way here's the thing because you cannot like if the idea is you know what we'll do I could just see Vince now if you know what we'll do pal We'll let Roman beat cancer, and then as soon as he comes back, we'll take the belt off Brock with Roman. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you? Well, you know, short of that, it, it, it's one of the only ways to, um, one of the only ways to actually rebuild Bray Wyatt's character because, like, they've done so much character damage to Bray Wyatt that only. Going up against Brock and beating Brock could resurrect that character. <laughs> There's nobody on the roster. I would love for Bray. I would love to Bray to pull some supernatural shit and turn Heyman into his own version of Paul Bearer. <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean, man. they kind of, they do kind of have some similarities there. God, I would love for him to turn Heyman into his Paul Bearer. God, right now, no, no, right now, do I cancer. want Heyman to start talking like? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the raining, the raining. Wait, wait, wait. No. I can see Vincent Creative right now saying, Devin Powell, Roman beats cancer. He's gonna, that is the funniest thing I've I'm ever heard saying. on the show. Legitimately. That, oh, and by the way, Paul Heyman does an impeccable Paul Bearer, for the record. Um, that's the thing, I would guys. hard for it every time. Listen. Ro- oh, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, what are they building around right now? What are they doing? That's why there's... Brock upsets me the most because I don't understand what the possible end game could be. Right, and because there's... obviously the end game is not built around Roman Reigns. You don't know what's going to happen there. They don't know the. You end know, game. they don't know the end game. I can tell you that. I really don't believe they know the end game. Here I would agree reasons. with you. Yeah, Here are the two reasons why you put the title back on Brock. Why it makes sense. These are not two reasons why Rance believes make makes sense. These are two sure. reasons why. You're I getting in their head yes. as best you can, basically. Num- number one, when a company panics and, ha- and has a major egregious issue, you go back to the status quo. Right. What to, to what you know? Brock is what they know. Right. He's proved. He's a proven kind of draw. He's known this that, and the other. Number two, I feel like now that he knows he doesn't have that one bankable star that's ever there every day that 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 he doesn't have to build that is but it was already there that he can build around he doesn't have that right now i feel that he now more than ever he's calling dana white and saying we need to cross promote there dc is fighting tonight brock i bet you money brock is there brock flew from saudi arabia straight to wherever this card is tonight and take that shiny big ass red belt with you let's cross promote so when they have this fight in February or whenever it is, we're going to have this super cross motion and that will build WWE a, high, <clears throat> a higher profile situation because we can't build around the things we had planned because our guy is gone. So anybody else that we put in that position has to be built. Braun, okay. for as high as he is, for as over as he is, for as ready as he is, is not built in the eyes of the mainstream. So it's cool Am to I give it to him. Am I the only person... Am I the only person, though, who feels like 
Cross-promoting with UFC sounds good until your world champion gets knocked the fuck out in the middle of the octagon. Because I think Cormier's going to make Brock his bitch. So I just... So, we don't know about that. That's the only thing. That's an un, that's an unknown. We can talk about the fight. It that's is. Fine. I just I firmly talk believe the fight. I don't even care about the fight. What I want to what I want to talk about is you just said it. Cormier's fighting tonight, right? Yeah. What time does that match come on? Is it all? Are we watching it right now? Has it happened? What time does it no. start? Because I want to know if Brock Lesnar's in the crowd and if he's got that fucking belt with him. That's if what I Brock, want to know. Like he did when Cormier fought the last fight. Brock's not gonna come out right before the fight happens. That's what I'm UFC, saying. UFC pay-per-views are a five-fight card. They have card fights yep. all day, five-fight card. So they'll come out about 10, 45, 11 o'clock. So we're so pushing Brock it right now. We're getting close. Yes. And I think and that will tell us a lot, right? If Brock doesn't show up, then what is this? You know, like, I mean. Well, that's, but, but again, that's just that's just one possible scenario. That's, right, it's a the theory. Up, you can yeah. still say the WWE champion versus the red belt champion versus the UFC champion. But right. to Cal's point, where I disagree with you is, and this is why we're wrestling fans, we're in a bubble. This is why when you're outside of that bubble, <clears throat> in real in real legitimate fighting, whether you get beat, not get your ass, not that whatever it is, it doesn't matter in the eyes of fans because they know it's a real sport and anything can happen. Right. right? In wrestling, you're booked. So somebody's choosing for you to lose and how you lose. In MMA, you can slip up and get knocked out. Anderson, Anderson, um, Anderson Spider Silva is the greatest fighter ever. He lost the fight because he didn't check a kick, and his right. leg snapped. Yo, I, yo, his leg snapped so bad that like, it it hurts my soul to see him. Yes. So so so, he, so yeah, and, 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 let me give you the most perfect example. Go back to that Conor and Habib fight. Conor got destroyed by the best wrestler in the world. And nobody cares because Connor's still Connor. So whether right. Brock gets destroyed or not by CC, which is we don't know, I, DC will probably open as a I'd say a, a three point favorite if you do points. Uh, you're a betting man, Carl. But he'll be, he'll be he won't be a huge favorite, but he'll, he'll be, be he'll have, to start he will be the favorite to win the, the match. Yes. Ra- he will be the favorite. Gets out of the first round, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked mm. if it doesn't go three because Brock, I think it'll Brock, be- Brock doesn't get knocked out or lose like that. Every fight Brock, Brock, loses, Brock will gone tap. Time. You're gonna have to catch. You'll have to catch. Yeah. But I'm, we're not here to. We're not here to d- no, dissect the UFC. But what yeah. I'm saying is, even if Brock loses the worst way possible, it still looks fine because it shows that WWE guys can hang with UFC guys. Because the, the 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 idea again, we are fans. We're wrestling fans. We are in our bubble. We don't see the way we're viewed outside of wrestling. Real real sport fans look at wrestling fans like we are idiots. Right. They don't think oh, yeah. our athletes, until this performance center thing came around and real athletes go to the performance center and see it's better than other training centers, they didn't believe that our athletes can handle real real world real sport things. All I'm saying so is anybody who doesn't good. believe the per, uh, performance center is a success, look at these indie guys when they sign and look at them two years later. I'll give you a perfect example. Hi, Roddy. That's all he said that for. That's the only reason he said that. Listen, I, I want to say this, though, because you I think it's that. very important. That don't matter. I, I am one guy, shot, okay? And, and my opinion is my own opinion, but I'm just one person. I've been watching wrestling for a pretty good long time now, and I've had my moments where I've walked away. And I'm not saying I'm not going to watch WWE anymore or anything like that. I'm not going that far. But I will say this. I have not been tuning in much lately, okay? 
I tuned in to see Roman because Roman is my guy. And I, you know, that was an emotional moment. I, I watched the Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins thing in the same night. That's the most wrestling I've watched in, in a good while outside of the evolution pay-per-view, which I you really also, enjoyed. You also work every night. So that's another reason. True. But here's the thing. My interest has been waning recently. Brock Lesnar getting the title does not make me want to tune in. It doesn't. I would, it, I, and it's not because I care. Like I'm the kind of guy who's like, I don't really care about the championships. And I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't care in the fact that like, if you're on TV and you have the championship, I'm cool. Right? Like, that's it. That's the only way I care about it. Like, I don't care who has it as long as they're there. I want you to be there. Like you are the guy. Like if you're the guy they've chosen, I want you to be there on the show that I watch. That's it. If Brock Lesnar showed up to every Monday night, like Roman Reigns would have done, or like a Braun Strowman would do, I would have no beef with Brock Lesnar being the champ. None. But I'm not about this life where it's like, oh, well, the universal title is special. No, it isn't. Because if it was, Bill Goldberg wouldn't have won it. I'm sorry. Goldberg was there just to show his his kid that he could be a superhero like i don't give a fuck the universal title is not special you know that it's not a special attraction it's wwe we want to see our championships want us not even our championships we want to see the guy who had the title there that's what we want to see i don't care who has it put it on kalisto i don't care just have no. him on the show no i would Wrestling. argue Vince, listen if kalisto beat braun so he could beat brock all right. Now, I would argue, though, Carl, that part of the reason people's interest is waning isn't about who's got the title, like you said, but I would argue it's more that, like, they're not putting their best foot forward in creating engaging stories across the car. They might have a handful in spots, right. but they don't have consistently from 8 to 11 or from 8 to 10 story after story after story that's moving you like i was singing smackdown's praises for months because for a while there they had found this stride where they had like a dozen storylines going on and all these characters crossing over and all this interaction between people and it was engaging they're not doing that consistently every week so before they've they've gone i agree with you variety show format yeah before we move on from Brock fucking Lesnar. <sighs> Before we move on from this guy, I just want to, and obviously he's probably going to hold the belt to Survivor Series oh, and please, face AJ again. Woo. Rumble. Let me ask you a question. With with Roman Reigns' return, we don't know when that will be. We have no idea. If okay. Ever. Who's next for Brock? Who's next? Who's the next challenger, like real challenger? For Brock, because we know AJ, that's a cross-brand thing. Who's next? If you guys had to give an answer, a real answer, as to who he will be going up against and who they'll build a story around, who's it going to be? I'm just curious. You want me to go first? I think think Baron Corbin is building himself up to challenge for the title because he thinks he's that damn good. Okay. Bray Wyatt. I would love for it to be Bray because I would love for Bray to win. There's a reason he's been gone this long. And again, I know this isn't necessarily canon, but that Alistair Black story about who the leaders are of the locker room was telling. He said the leaders of the locker room were Roman, Seth, Finn, and Bray. 
they know what they got in Bray. They understand what they have in Bray. Um, you know, he had to move down the card for various reasons, but I know they know the gym they have in that man. And the the best part about it is, when you're talking about building a story, there's not five talkers better on that roster than Bray Wyatt. No. Whether you I would, believe yeah. what he's saying or not, right. the way he says it and what he says is engaging his all hell. But here's the thing. If they're going to do that, they've got, they can't just randomly bring him back for Brock, I don't think. Why the fuck not? Why not? Because he's looked like a like a douche in everything he's done since the last time he was a douche. Okay, but like, you know but, what I mean. But, let's be realistic. Let's be realistic and talk about the person we're talking about. People have when 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 Joe when Joe fought Brock the first time, he's never looked better in his entire career. He got squashed. Right. When Braun beat when Braun fought him the first time, he's never looked better. He got squashed. Roman has looked great every going into every single time he's fought him. He's got squashed except for one time, and it, the reason he didn't get squashed because Braun, uh, Braun um, distracted him. So when when Seth fought him, Seth looked great. When Cena's fought him, Seth Cena's looked great. When Ambrose like it doesn't matter how what how you start going into it because Brock is gonna be Brock regardless, and that's the most egregious thing about Brock having the title. I don't care about him being gone or not. That doesn't bother me like it bothers other people. What bothers me is it's rinse, wash, repeat. It's the same promo. It's the same build. It's the same match. If it was different, then I wouldn't care as much. And the biggest the biggest issue about this whole situation isn't Brock winning the title. It's him squashing Braun. Had they had a 15-minute barn burner and he barely beat him, we wouldn't care today as much. It's That's twice he now he's had singles matches against him. Braun and squashed his ass. Yes. And Braun is useless. Like, at this point, who gives a shit about Braun? Braun had at this one point? offensive also, move, a kick. Also, Carl, also, um, you know, yeah, Bray's got some credibility issues. But, like, he's still, even with all his shit booking lately, he is okay, still more credible than our boy Jinder was when Jinder won the title. <laughs> That's true, but gender didn't WWE have to be champion. That's true, but gender didn't have to beat the unstoppable Brock Lesnar. Gender right. had to beat MAGA sure. Randy Orton. But who? But who's to say that? Who's to say that when Bray come back, he don't have Harper back with them, and they're just running face Wyatt's. Listen, Yo, man, let me tell, let me tell I you am something. All about Bray and Luke being together. I know that Luke's thing. got potential. I know that Luke's got potential that they're never going to fucking give. Yeah, but. I'm fine with Bray and Luke being together because they like peas and carrots. They Luke, just go together. Luke Harper is American sorrow. Yes. Let, let me just say this. If the, I don't, once again, we are, like I said earlier, we're back to where we started. I don't give a fuck who they put the universal title on. I don't care. They could put it on Dakota Kai right now. She beats Lesnar with, with, with kicks, and I'm down. I don't, <laughs> and I'm down. They could have the lady of NXT, Lacey Evans, come in and take out Brock Lesnar with some marine I shit. I mean, we know that I'd be Brock's down. got a thing for tall blonde bitches. <laughs> I'm just saying, anybody. You better hit him with Brock, the women's right. What I have in one of my, <laughs> in one of in one, of the, uh, in one of the classes that I'm in right now, there is a chick who wears this shirt like every other week, a seer. And it says, anybody but Trump. That's what it says. Okay? I want the same design. And Brock. all it needs to say is anybody but Brock. 
I don't give a flying fuck. Put it on whoever you want. The hey, geek Finn Balor for all for I care. Another reason for it to be Bray. Another reason to be for it to be Bray. Bray's already got an anybody but you promo. He does. Yeah. He's it's already prepared. And Bray's face. Anybody but you, Brock. And Bray's a, Bray's a face right now. And, and I mean, based on kayfabe for the last time we saw him. So we need to move on to the last part of the show that we haven't talked about. And this is not the most egregious part because it was Brock, but that's okay. It's not, but I'm gonna I'm I'm going to hit you guys with the scenario, and you tell me what you think. First, let's just, let's talk. Let's play what happened. Hate it. Miz versus Ziggler was the final, and Miz, we thought was because Drew was by his side by by Dolph's side the entire time. I legitimately thought Miz was gonna play the baby. Cool. Um, Miz very early in the match gets hurt, hurts his leg, and I mean he's trying to use those acting acting chops. He's trying hard as hell. He's screaming, "I've never been hurt before. I can't be hurt. I can't be hurt. I'm never hurt. I can't." He's trying to get on his leg. He can't do it. And the and Greg Hamilton is announcing that Miz can't compete again. The referee is saying this. Corbin's out trying to figure out what's going on. And Shane says, no, 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 it's not going to happen. Because if you remember, on the last SmackDown before Crown Jewel, Shane said, whoever makes it to the final, if you lose, you don't have a home on SmackDown anymore. So the whole thought was, Shane wanted to be Stephanie so much that he'd fire the guy that lost. I mean, well, Shane needs so that he loved, so money, he, man. So he loves Miz so much that he went out there to fight for his honor? No, Shane needs the money so badly so he can buy more cocaine <laughs> that he went out there to fight for the purse. But I mean, obviously, it sounds like he didn't want Miz to get fired for losing, so he no, came out there to defend his he honor. He didn't want SmackDown to lose without a shot. So he said, I'll fight Dolph. And he proceeds to take off his jacket, proceeds to take off his shirt, and does his best Dean Ambrose impression. Look just like him. While we... Americanized jaded fans are sitting there shitting on this. Riyad lost their minds Mm -hmm. and were super hot about it. And Dolph, I mean, and Dolph proceeded to get squashed because Drew got kicked out, Corbin got kicked out, and it was just the biggest. Oh, by the way, Cole, who was on point, who was losing his mind because like Raw was getting shafted. The smack. The referee was a smack. The referee. <laughs> so, the fix was in. Um. Anyway, Shane Shaden hits the coast to coast, pins him one, two, three. That's it. That so, two things. Number one. You hate wrestling. Come out. No. Well, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> a Shane, I'm a Shane Mark. So this is disgusting. But I'm not as pissed about this as a lot of other shit. <laughs> the only thing that bothers me is. It just don't make no motherfucking sense. Um, number number one, number one, the reports are, if you believe the reports, that the whole point of the World Cup tournament was for Shane to win from the very beginning. This wasn't uh, audible. This was the plan the entire time because Shane is turning heel. And if you watched him win and how he acted after he won, like he had fought 60 minutes and, you know, and. and, and <laughs> He's the best in the world, pressure. damn it. He's, yes. So, so Shane's turning heel. So, like Shane and Paige are about to do Stephanie and Kurt all Pretty over much. a fucking again. Pretty much. Because we really are right back where we started. Pretty much. 
then, now, forever. Remember that. Part two. This is where then we're is now forever. There you go. This is now. This is gonna be a little co- controversial. I had a good debate with my my big homie and friend of the show, um, graphics designer extraordinaire, Mr. Mike Fergus. If you guys don't know who Mike Fergus is, Mike Fergus is the guy who's done almost every logo for Social Suplex, including the wonderful Outsiders Edge one you guys see. Friend of the show, good guy. He's a Chicagoan. Being a Chicagoan, he is a CM Punk stan. Stan, not a fan, a stan. So, so Mike and I got into a bit of a, a, a heated discussion, and all friends, all, all, you know, all love at the end of the day, where he posted out a tweet saying that AJ Styles is about to, um, he's a, if he if he wins at Crown Jewel, he'll most likely go to WrestleMania, and he's about to break. Um, CM Punk's record. I'm happy it's him, but this is absolutely a better just move. And I was like, well, bro, chill. Everything ain't about Punk. And it was like, very clearly it is. And I was like, it's not clear because every title reign recently has been broken. All of them. Except for IC, and Miz took that to like the week. US title reign was broken by Ambrose a few years ago. Do they broke it, the tag titles a couple, about two years ago. Um, uh, Nikki beat AJ beat AJ's record. Um, Pete Dunne's held the title for 500 plus days. Brock, Brock held it for 500 days. You know, like this is just the age of really long title reigns. Well, his next his next response was, "Well, is this comes this company's very clearly paid against CM Punk. They have a tournament talking about the best in the world. When you think of best in the world, who do you think of? Chris Jericho. I do too." But I get his point. I know, yeah, it's the Chris Jericho thing. That was my retort to him, was that, well, best in the world is a very known phrase used in a lot of sporting events, and it always for decades. But if you're talking wrestling, just recently, before Punk used it, Jericho used it to a much very big point himself. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm building this up, or as Carwell wanted me to say, I'll say all that to say this. I was like, and I told him, to his face. And this is my friend, so I can say this. You crazy as fuck. I'm, I thought about everything. I really, really thought about it because I am the type of arguer that I am not going to defame your argument. I will listen to it and really think about it. If the plan was for Shane to win the whole time, and they used the moniker best in the world, at le- like, if, if you did a drinking world best in the world, you'd be drunk after, like, the second match, because they said it so much. The two guys who were in the finals are both natives of Ohio, which is the state where Punk walked out and where Punk had his last MMA fight. And then Shane gets in the way he does, wins, and effectively shits all over the best in the world thing. I don't think it was a veiled attack at Punk. But damn, there's a lot of coincidences. I mean... To be fair to the people arguing, people were making piss-ass arguments when all those other title reigns were broken, too. When the New Day held the tag titles, people said, well, it's just because it was Demolition's record they broke, right? Yes, they're they're on the lawsuit. And they're on the lawsuit, yeah. When AJ's record was broken, they very clearly said it's because she's married to Punk, Mm -hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, you know... These whiny fans always stay whining. 
Because, Rance, I should be able to always only complain about things that bother me. Here's the thing. Fuck CM Punk. Like, I don't care about any of that fuck shit. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. I don't give a shit about CM Punk. What I give a shit about is making this big deal. And here's the thing. This is a selective outrage thing to me, like we were talking about earlier. Sure. Because everyone was all up in arms about, oh, this tournament doesn't mean shit. They just made a oh, bunch of them. But now they blah, get, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But now all of a sudden we're mad that Shane McMahon won. Yeah. I don't give a shit about the shame. Like, it, first of all, anybody who watches wrestling knows that Shane McMahon is not the best in the world at probably yeah. anything. But, but, but Carl, he has the title and he has right, the cup. Right. He's the best Here's in the world. The issue, like you said before, Rance, it's just fucking stupid. Yeah. Like you like, I mean, if you think about it, like you could literally use like for Shane, what's Shane gonna do? He's forty seven years old. He's gonna come out and be like he's gonna come out on Tuesday and be like, Well, I won the best in the world tournament, so I'm clearly the best in the world. And that's his heel thing. Nobody's buying that shit. Like if you put it, if you gave it to the Miz, the Miz will use that as a crutch, and he'll make it look good. You know, Ziggler. if you get, if you gave it to Ziggler, yeah, he will do the same. Damn, they'll make it look good. Shane will not make it. It will not be legitimate feeling for Shane. What you well, were talking yeah. about earlier, it does. None of this matters, right? Yeah. But if you ever want to have any kind of storyline ramifications, it's just kind of blew it. You know, because you wanted the Saudi crowd to pop, and that's fine. Well, whatever. This, this you is know? built into the to the men's um, right. The Survivor Series. Yeah. Here's what worries me. Here's what worries me. History has shown me within the last, or at least over the last several years, less McMahon's on my television <laughs> is generally indicative of quality. So the more McMahon presence on my TV screen causes some concern. Here's the thing. Anytime too many McMahons are hanging around, the quality of the show tends to take a dive. Here's my opinion on this. Shane is the worst McMahon to have on TV all the time, in my opinion. I'd rather see Stephanie. I'd rather see Vince. I don't want to see any of them that much anymore, but I'd rather see those two before I see Shane because Shane's 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 always a stooge. Shane is always a stooge, never a kingpin. And that's the problem. Let me tell you why I disagree with both of you. I'd rather see Shane more than the other two. At least now, in 2018. Right. Because, because, if this was 98, I would still say Vince, clearly, because Vince was the best character in 98, even better than Austin. But because, Shane would have been my number two in 98, because sure. Shane was a great lackey. Yes. But, but my reasoning is because... I want my authority figures, as I've been bred to believe, to be able to be hit or be in a fight. Right, they back it up get or into whatever. any altercation. Stephanie will rarely ever get into any altercation unless it's a woman of her standing, aka a Bella or Rhonda, right? And so, you know, and Kurt for the longest, I, we didn't think he would ever be touched. Brian couldn't be touched because he was still not cleared. So we're we've been in this rut of all these authority figures where you just got to take the shit they say to you. It was so refreshing, even though I the the, the story the way it happened was dumb, but I was refreshing when uh going into 33, when AJ and Shane had beef because Shane kept interjecting himself and couldn't let the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn beef go and kept interjecting himself in AJ's life, 
and AJ said, I'm sick of this, and put his head through the damn windshield. Because for once, as we've been bred to believe in wrestling, the the the, the wrestler was able to take out his frustrations on the authority. I appreciate that, which is why I still like Triple H when he comes in as an authority role, because he can do that. We don't see that anywhere else. So it's 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 like the stuff Corbin is doing right out of people. It's refreshing to see him get his ass beat everywhere. And that's my question. Let me counter real quick before yeah. we finish. Why not Corbin instead? Well, the, because, the question, I was, mean, the, the question like, was, we're talking about the McMahons. Well, I know, yeah, but what Corbin I'm saying is like – What I'm saying is in this instance where we chose Shane, right, why not have Ziggler take the injury and let it be Corbin who wins the best in the world? Because, because Corbin's not beating the Miz. Well, that number one and number two, because Corbin. I mean, Shane just beat Ziggler. But hold on, <laughs> but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Fans can beat anyone. Right, but no, no, legitimately, hold on. The reason Braun lost the match is because Corbin hit him with the title. Right. Braun's coming after Corbin, so he's busy. Yay. Corbin's busy because he's gonna be running from Braun all night Monday. That's true. That's fair. I just you I better just call Kevin thing, Allen's Kevin. Like you, like you said before, Rince, and this You're is right. <laughs> like we've been saying this whole time. When you start, this show was supposed to be what we thought was going to be a glorified kind of house show, and like kind of like the greatest Royal Rumble was. There was no, there were no true ramifications that came out of that. This show felt like a change of course. And they're going to now be, we're building storylines out of this. So now you've got Corbin and Braun. You still got Drew in there somewhere. They haven't settled their thing. Now you've got Shane. Like, I don't, this is the one time where like unpredictability kind of sucks because everything that they could have done was like, it felt like the worst decision ever. It felt like Vincent Mann and Vince Russo got in the back, snorted like 18 lines of cocaine, and we're like, you know what, pal? This is what we should do. And like, It'd be funny if Shane won the World Cup tournament, wouldn't it? Right. It, I, I know it, this was built for the Saudis, but like, if you're going to build it that way, you got to stop it right there. Because now if you're going to turn this into this whole thing with Shane McMahon, it's just going to turn people off. I, I feel like. Maybe not. I mean, I like I Shane not. to a degree. Yeah. It's it's all it's 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 all in the it's all in the build up it's all in the follow up, but also we have to acknowledge that the, Vince the booking is in disarray right now because every plan they had was largely built around Roman being there. It was especially so, on the Raw side. On the Raw side, because the SmackDown side is still fairly competent. Yeah, well that's the thing though. Like, this is why you wonder sometimes because. So Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins have their thing going right now, right? And they're and they're going to be kind of on their on their own. They're kind of right. And but that own. wasn't really like it wasn't really a thing at the Crown Jewel, from what I understand. Like Dean didn't Ambrose get involved. Didn't yes. Right. So let's. So if if you're skipping that kind of story and you're like, eh, we're not going to pay attention to this story, but now you're going to focus on these other things. It's like, what is story and what isn't, and what are you trying to do with this show? You know what I mean? Like it felt very discombobulated. That's well, a good from the word. Dean to situation, use. From the Dean situation, it fits because the whole story behind them is Seth really doesn't understand Dean. That's pretty right. much the story. Because 
Dean was hurt all those months. He he said he was upset that nobody checked on him as much as they should have. He comes back. He gives up everything and all his ambition to be with his brothers because they need him um, and all of this. Roman leaves because of his whatever happens to him, and they still have to fight for the titles. Dean's like, okay, I'll get the title for you once, but then I'm going to let you have it. On, and Seth's and now promo, Dean won't talk. Well, so yeah. now Seth is totally confused. Right. Seth's promo before Dean came out was great. He said, you know what? Maybe what I did was just that unforgivable. You know, and he was like, and he said something very pointed. I don't think a lot of people caught, caught on to. He said, you know, Dean sometimes gets into that lunatic head of his, and he's one to a lot often just kind of go on his own, go on his own way, and he'll go away for a minute and this that he'll drift off. I haven't called him all week because I I knew he'd be here. If if me and Carl and me and you got into that big of a fight, I'm calling you and like you 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 fucked me over or something. I'm calling you the next day. What the fuck was wrong with you? Right. He didn't call for a week. So when when Dean came out there, he had nothing to say. And then Seth insulted him. Said, you are that much of a lunatic. Because before, with, with Dean and Seth and Roman and the Brotherhood, the word lunatic was a term of endearment. Almost like a funny little tag. Now, it's one of those, they're not laughing with me, they're laughing at me. So it makes sense that Dean wouldn't attack Seth at Crown Jewel. Because one, he wasn't advertised to be there. But two, he still figured out in his mind, what is he doing? Maybe when he came out Monday, he felt bad about what, what he did to Seth. And then Seth attacked him because he wouldn't talk. And now he's mad again. He's getting his mind together because he is, in fact, a lunatic. This on is the fringe. On the fr- Look at you. Putting- <laughs> um, but what, real quick. One, one thing I want to get your guys' opinion on before we put a bow on Crown Jewel, because we spent like an hour and a half on this shit. Um, well, it fucking sucked. I didn't even watch it. It sucked. What, Go what ahead. What do y'all think about the possibility of Miz turning turning babyface? No. I love Miz, and I think he would get cheered as a babyface, but he's too damn good an antagonist. Here's the thing. I uh, disagree with you, Kyle. Here's the thing about Miz as a babyface. He's already a babyface. They love the Miz. They love him. And here's the thing, Miz can be Miz and still be a babyface because he's been a babyface. He's been, we've been sitting here saying that Daniel Bryan's the heel in their whole feud the whole time anyway. Mm-hmm. Miz is a babyface. He can come out there and say the same damn things he's saying. There's everybody's gonna be like, show me the lie. Like, I don't, I don't want him to turn only because I need to see Miz Bryan done at WrestleMania. But it'll if, work. The, the reason that, that they're possibly talking turn, talking about turning Miz babyface is because the void with Roman being gone is so big that they're trying to turn people who are on the fringe, no pun, pun intended, like, <laughs> uh, like Braun was, like Elias was, and now maybe possibly Miz, to offset that big, huge void on the show. Because Seth is going to be indoctrinated, indoctrinated, not indoctrinated, involved with Dean very closely for the next few months. So that's one guy that's off the radar, essentially, right? Bray might come back, might not. That was just me. Finn is up back on the build. So it's, it's you know, it's... And remember, right now, Seth is your top champion because Brock ain't coming around. So that's he's going to be involved in a feud that involves nobody else for a while. So, I mean, the baby's got to be around some way. Some way. I mean, the problem with that is, like, you need... You need someone for AJ. 
You know, like, I mean, he's the babyface champion, world champion. You need somebody that kind of blew their load there with Brian because he didn't go to Saudi Arabia. They already had the match. So the reason, like, to me, the, the next logical person is the Miz in that heel role. To me, like, but I don't know. I, like, maybe Shane says I'm the best in the world because I won the cup, but now I'm coming for the WWE title. I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't necessarily want them to turn Miz, but I will say that turning Miz will work because if you know anything about Mike Mizanin, he's just an incredibly likable person. Like, just incredibly likable yeah. as a human being, and it will work. It'll Miz work because he's also he's headlining person. his own television show right now. He's a great you know? uh, Well, yeah. yeah. Well, th- but that's what I'm saying. Like, even in the days of the trash reality TV that he used to be on, right? He was known as the nice guy, and he's always been that like nice guy. And so it will work because people will want to cheer him. He's good looking. He's charismatic, and he's a genuinely likable person. One guy you can give for AJ as a stopgap is you can kind of build Andrade up over the next month. Yo, push Andrade. More Andrade on my screen, please. Forget push Andrade. Book Andrade first, then push him. How about... He's not even on TV. How about book Sanity? I'm just kidding. They're booking themselves, actually. I don't know if you pay attention, but they've been doing this series on Twitter and Instagram where they're trying to build, like, their own steam and tell stories and stuff and it's i mean it's cool i don't give a shit about it but i'm sure somebody does. No, you know what? i'd be fine with them booking le- like let's book more tag teams than just the new day and the bar and the, the bar oh, by the way you want to you want to really be out the box the usos have two wins over brian and, and and uh and aj book a triple threat between aj jimmy and jay at i'm down in a ladder match i'm with it I'm down but, until AJ wins, and I'm mad again. He's gonna. He's not. He's, he's not gonna beat the Usos. I mean, no, fuck he's it. not gonna lose. Fuck it. Bring up Alistair. I don't give a shit what they do, but do something. I'm with do it. Do something. I'm with it, but but the, the thought the, the thought process to me was AJ will lose it at the Rumble to Miz. Brian will win the Rumble. Miz Brian finish it off at Mania. It could be worse though, y'all. Yeah, you're right. I don't either. It could be worse, y'all. They could be Ring of Honor, and they have their survival of the fittest tournament includes such star-studded names as Colin Delaney and PJ Black, and PJ Black, and the all-world famous Luchasaurus. Yeah, you know your car's bad when your uh, one of your headliners is Luchasaurus. You know your card's bad when the tag team match featuring your tag team champions versus your world champion and your television champion isn't the main event. You know you're you know you're bad when the when your tag champions don't even involve the most over guy in that stable. You know you're bad when your universal champion is Brock Lesnar and the winner <laughs> of the best in the world is Shane McMahon. <laughs> we were talking about Ring of Honor. No, you know you're bad. I'm not no, sure who's I'll worse right to, now. I'll, 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 I'll go back to Ring of Honor, though, and say you know you're bad when the only over people on your roster are over because of their own web series. You know you're bad when in two months and everybody everybody over on your roster is leaving and you're stuck with Jay Lethal and Jeff Cobb? You know you're That's bad it. When in your main event of Crown Jewel, the one guy who's in shape leaves injured. I, 
I need a mute button like Tony Reale on Around the Horn. I need a mute button. <laughs> what do you mute me for, facts? <laughs> no, I we're just need... muting you because you're bringing them in at the wrong time. We're sitting on Ring of Honor right now. Listen, we gave I'm just letting you know that it minutes. might not be as far apart as you think it is. That's all I'm trying to say. We gave Ring you know, no. you know what the problem is? What? We need Roman Reigns. That's the problem. Don't get well me. soon, Roman don't Reigns. Start, get, yes, get well soon, but please don't start me on that yeah, because, I, my God, I have two. Don't start me on that. Well, you know me. You know I'm fully, I've always, I'm a Roman Reigns guy. I've always liked Roman. And get well soon because, good Lord, we need you over here. I'm Kyle, just saying. Kyle, explain to our brother how hard I went on people after the announcement was made. Well, Brother Rance was um, quite heated <laughs> at the that doesn't sound like Rance. conclusion I don't know. of the announcement period because he felt some type of way about people who wanted to preface their get well messages with, I didn't like the character, but. It's, it's just, we spent four, you guys spent four years I'm talking about the people who didn't like him. Four years going out of their way to hate everything this man did. You you hated the you hated the vest he wore. You hated the how he walked through the ring. You hated that he rubbed his hair back. You hated that he wore blue blue contacts. You hated everything. You hated that he that he supposedly lost his breath after ten minutes in a match. You hated everything about him. Now you find out that the man's been fighting with a life threatening disease for eleven years. And oh, well, I like Joe now. Roman still sucks, but like Joe, like number one, very clearly this should show you that there's a lot more important things than who how a fucking match is booked. Number two, why do you feel so important to make this about you? Oh well, Roman, you know, well I, I still hate a Roman, but I like Joe. I wish Joe the best. Why even say that? Just wish him the best, or shut the fuck up. Let me ask you a question. This is going to sound really bad. This is a great way to end the show, probably. If Brock Lesnar came out on Monday and was like, I also have cancer, do you think we'd get, thank you, Brock, chance? Yes, be, yeah, I, I really do, because the crowd still cheers him. The crowd appreciates Brock. I know. It's we us all... on the IWC that don't like Brock. The no, I, I, hate, I hate Brock. I don't want him to die or anything. But then he's also <laughs> very, he's very, very, very publicly has fought life-threatening diverticulitis. So he's, true. he actually has been Roman. Now, cancer is not diverticulitis, but Brock was near, Brock was at the, at the point of death. So you can make him similar in that in that respect. So yes, I do think he'd be appreciated because they understand what he's put his what, what how he's put his body on the line for us. I appreciate all these fuckers. Just could we not put the universal title on Brock? That's it. That's all I ask. Brock can do whatever he wants. He can come out every week with an outdoorsman magazine and his rifle and, and like a deer head. Like I, I killed this in Canada and I'd be like, sweet. Awesome. Brock, please don't win the title ever again. Can we do a sign and trade? You know how, you know how UFC in one just traded Ben Askren for Mighty Mouse Johnson. I don't know that, but I'll take your word for it. Can we, well, Ben Askren is a, is a welterweight, like a legendary welterweight in one. It's a kind of a Chinese-based sports entertainment uh, MMA organization. Mighty Mouse was the featherweight champion for like forever, and he finally lost. 
Mighty Mouse's um, trainer is the vice president of one. So UFC let him out of his contract so he can go to one, and one let Ben Askren out of his contract so he can come to UFC. So essentially it's a trade. Can we do that with Ring of Honor and send Brock over there and get back the Elite or get back the Kingdom and Jeff Cobb or some shit like that? Let's how about just a, how about like kingdom. developmental? We could just we could send Matt Riddle up to retire oh, Brock. He's already tweeting about it. He's I know. I know. Um, no, but let's let's trade for the Kingdom because we think the Elite are coming anyway. Good point. So let's trade for the assets we don't have. Um, so yeah, is, why break like, away from the Bullet Club if you're not? Leaving? They've already broken away from the Bullet Club, Carl. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Why would you do that if you weren't already leaving anyway? Well, that's not because the Bullet Club has been their staple for no, a that's while. Not no, true. that's it's, not true because Bullet so Club. much money on merchandising. Why run out of ideas when you can incorporate your own branding and logo and make even more money than you're already making on merchandising? And Bullet Club is owned by New Japan. The Elite, the elite is owned, is owned by, by them. Yeah. Yeah. So they, can <laughs> monetize, they can monetize their name, their likenesses, whereas with Bullet Club shirts, they had to give something to Ring of Honor because they're using their... Not Ring of Honor. All I know is Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes will be number 30 in the Rumble. He'll win. He'll win, and then he'll get squashed by Brock at WrestleMania. Sounds like a great WrestleMania 35. Actually, I had... Cody and AJ. I'm down for that. Gimme, gimme, because Brock's squashing whoever he's I'm safety. just down for Cody bringing the American Nightmare. Persona? Yes. Will, will, it, will it sound the same if they announce him as Cody Rhodes again? Because I like, I've, I've grown uh, like it being called Cody. I'm, no, see, I am so here for them saying the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Like I, I am so here for it. Well, I'm one of the guys that don't get that didn't never gave a shit about the whole Rhodes thing, so maybe that's why. No, it's it's not that I give a shit about the whole Rhodes thing, but like I just love how Dusty was the American dream and he's the American nightmare, and I just love that. I think that's great. No, it's yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I'm I'm with it. Cody, and Cody's, Cody's been great with it. Um, before we go. Did you want to touch on Power Struggle, or is that just for another day? I haven't watched it yet, and I don't want to say anything until I get to watch it, other than the Tongans are right, and I am wrong. We are wrong. Yeah, we are all wrong, because all the Tongans are right. All deference to the Tongans. Power Struggle. Y'all are talking about the election on Tuesday, right? Well, that's uh, the end of our show, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Kyle? Let them know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. S'mores. Carl, I don't have to do this for you. First and foremost, hold on. Before we do anything else, I'm going to give you two minutes, three minutes to say whatever the fuck you want. Because you've been gone for like 17 weeks. <clears throat> Please, this is your time. Tell Thank them all you. about that column you're writing. Yeah, well, that's uh, the very first thing I want y'all to know is there's a column coming soon. <laughs> and 2022. Soon. Soon is, it's very abstract, right? It could be anything. Like, soon to Carl might be different than soon to Rance. I don't know. But it's coming. I promise. One of these days, soon. Uh, outside of that, you find me on Twitter, at OutsiderCurvin. Despite the fact that I'm never here, I still got the most followers on Twitter out of the three of us. You Just say it. the most. Yeah, I, you are. I do. I got, the, I got the following, and the problem is I'm never here to help promote. So, 
I'm a terrible marketer, so I apologize, but I'm very happy to have been back. I'm glad to talk to you guys. And as I told you guys at the top of the show, uh, did we even get it in the show? I don't think we did. No. That I'm, I know that the second I came back and started jibber jabbing with you guys about wrestling, I'd want to be here every week. So we're going to have to try and work on making that happen. I'm already, I'm there. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. This got me fired up. It got me rejuvenated a little bit. So we'll talk. Me and Rance and Kyle, we'll talk. We'll see if I can't figure it out. And until, uh, until be back more often. All Indian New Japan wrestling. Yeah, I'm out on that. Uh, I'll figure <laughs> it out. I mean, here's the thing, though. I watch about as much New Japan and India as I do WWE right now. So Which I might be able world. to bullshit that, too. Yeah. That's it, guys. I, I appreciate you guys uh, listening. And uh, glad to be back for the moment, at least. Well, brother, we have missed you. Uh, personally, I've missed you. I talk to you every day still, but, you know. That's it's true. Good to have you back. Yeah, um, we love you, buddy. Yeah, man. Kyle's joined his little family of ours, but this is something me and you started eight plus years ago. So it's always good to have you with me. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully you're able to be on another show before WrestleMania. Eh, we'll see. I I'll make it happen. Yeah. I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. Um, Survivor Series is is looking to be a really good show, actually. So I'm excited for that. I'm we'll, excited for Ronda versus Becky. Yes, that's going to be a hell of a match. Uh. Um, Shinsuke versus Seth. If Shinsuke is motivated, should be great. You should never have to say if somebody's motivated, but with Shinsuke, that's what we have to do. But so that's in two weeks. So hopefully we can get you back officially for the Survivor Series uh, preview. But you can find me at uh, It's Ray Cash, R-E-Y as in Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. Um, yes, we are a member of the Social Suplex Network. You have Grown Man Watch This Shit with Jeremy um, and Chris. Jeremy, a.k.a. James. You have the actual James in Rich and One Nation Radio. You have Keeping a Strong Style with uh, Young Boy Josh and, and uh, our, the other Jeremy. And two James, two Jeremy's, right? And you have our brethren, our brothers, uh, Ricky and Clive. Shout out to Ricky. I don't think we gave Ricky enough uh, Fookbrocks. But yes, yeah, so Fookbrock, Fookbrock, Fookbrock. And, and shout uh, out to Clive because yes. sometimes I feel like he doesn't think we want to shout him out too. No, I, I probably talked to Clive more than all of y'all actually. So Clive knows he's appreciated. Yes, but Clive, love you guys both. Um, and we also are a part of the Cherish, oh, Cherish Radio Network. And always, you always use your head, my man. Right on time. You can fi- you can find both of those wherever you get your podcasts. Um, yeah, so check them check them both out. Uh, yes, columns coming soon. What's funny is Carl and I are actually active columnists, and Kyle doesn't write. Watch Kyle write a column before both me and he do. <laughs> That'll That's kind of how it happens. Yes. Well, you're the only one that actually currently writes, seeing as you're the teacher and the guy with 45 degrees. Um, but yes, uh, we thank you guys for listening. We are not the negative show. We've never been the negative show. We've been the show that's tried to keep it real and be a voice of a be a a, a, a air of freshness in a world of really really stinky shit we try to be something different try to give you a fresh perspective try to look at things analytically give you 
real fair opinions, but Crown Jewel was trash. And it deserved to be destroyed as we destroyed it. So next week we'll be back with that good old Outsiders Edge Flair. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this one, and we'll see you guys next week. No, no. Uh, Carl, no. tell them tell him what we're all about, yeah? No, no. Oh, I, want, I, want, I want Rance to say the main sign-off, and I'm going to sign us off with one more thing. But I want Rance to say, oh, no. to tell us all about it's what actually, we do it, around it's here. It's actually Kyle's job now. Yes. Kyle, yeah, Kyle's, well, then go that. ahead. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – I get the last right. word this time. So go uh, ahead. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we here at the Outsider's Edge are – just a couple or a, a trio of relatively young men out here living our lives in the struggle. So if we said anything today that you disagreed with or that you didn't like, if anything that we said made you feel some type of way, just know that we're out here living our dreams and you've got to respect that. But if I agree. And the last uh, thing I uh, want to say is before we sign off, a good night, everybody. On Tuesday, go vote. Change the world. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't vote or if you don't like what we said, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Change the world, motherfucking ass. Whatever. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.